Hi guys and girls, oh welcome to the Spartans in Pajamas podcast episode 93. Thank you Bob trying to help give this information to me before I were fucking started. Uh, I am. I did nothing. I'm your long-suffering host Loz. As always, uh, we have Dolph. Hello. We have Star. Maybe. Somewhere. She's Hello. she's lurking Occasionally. the back. And uh, we also have Bob. Hello. Uh, and maybe we lurk a sparks and maybe a sparky. Maybe maybe even a lot depending on how things turn out. Everyone's kind of busy this week. It's like it's a good job we don't do this on a Thursday anymore. Because I'd be fucked because we've got beer festival tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. Do, I can't do Thursday anymore either. Yeah, so I'd be like incredibly fucked on that one. How um, how plans do I can change? Eh? Oh, uh, well, was it we? I got called in to work on Tuesday, and we were waiting for the beers to come for the beer festival. They turn up at twelve o'clock. <laughs> so, so I got paid for watching uh, Homes Under the Hammer. And bargain hunt because that's all I had to do at the time. I was like, I'm fucking. We used to sit and watch them on our coffee breaks at work. Oh, it's, it's fucking dog shit. It's absolutely. I know, we had nothing shit. better to do. I had things better to do, but I had to wait. We didn't. It was our coffee breaks. It pissed me off. I was like, I just want to do the work. And it's like, no, you're going to sit around and wait. Uh, but it's, yeah. Grr. How about you guys? Yeah, it's been pretty uneventful the last two weeks, to be fair. Mm. Perfect major. Uh, yeah. No, I can't really think of anything that stands out, really. Apart from my manager's dog being completely out of the loon. Mm. Oh, yeah, by the way, Bob, I do expect you at the beer festival this weekend and to give me a big hug. I'll try, but I'm and diseased. Be- diseased? I've got the horrible cold virus that's going around. Uh, it's not the coof. I have tested and I'm clear. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I started wearing masks again but, at work because got fucked off with catching shit. I was off work Wednesday to yesterday because I just felt like shit. Yeah. And then Friday. I went to open my window and there's like a, not, a, not a massive gap between my bed and the windowsill. One hand went on the windowsill, one hand went past the windowsill onto the floor and I hit my ear and the side of my head on like one of those closed rails and I just sat and cried. I'm just so poorly mm-hmm. and I've just hit my head and I'd, if I'd have passed out nobody would know because I live by myself. And the cats would have <laughs> eaten you eventually. <laughs> yeah. I just felt so mardy and sorry for myself. Like, no, I don't like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so everyone's having a eh, week. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's pretty much what I've done this week. Nothing. But stay in bed. Well, um, for for me. Like I said, we've got a beer festival uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because <laughs> this is what happens when you're one of the core members of staff nowadays. You just you have to be there and do shit. Yep. And I'm not like saying, oh, but you know, it'd be nice 
to be like, yeah, no, we don't need you, Lars. You're good. We're going to say, no, we need you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, not that I'm going to turn it down, because, I mean, free food on Thursday, uh, decent music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Define decent. Uh, two two really good bands that uh, do all sorts of music, and then uh, the last one I'm not sure about, but I have I'm sure I've heard them before, but it's just been a fucking while since I've heard them last. But the, the music's decent. They do a bit of everything, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and like the one of them's called the Groovy Cats, and we know the the main guy and the bassist from them because they're brothers, and we just have such a laugh with them when they come in. They once had. Uh, basically, they were in the wall of lineup of us versus this one guy I threw out for being a twat, and he was trying to start on everybody. And even like the bases, like just just let me go and knock him out. <laughs> yeah. Just standing there and laugh at him. It's more fun. It was great though because he's he's there and he's like, come on then, come on then. And he starts pulling his t-shirt, and I'm like, don't take your shirt off, don't take your shirt off. Pulls his shirt. Oh, he took, oh, his, he took shirt his shirt off. off. And it's just like really. So maybe did we'll he chuck get... it on the floor and it's dropping everything? Yeah, yeah, he was he was being such a dickhead. <laughs> oh, but it was, it was just funny. It was just like we don't care, go away. We kicked you out because you weren't listening to us and you were being a knob. <laughs> go. Yeah, you just outside being a knob. Yeah, and then like, uh, police got involved and they probably picked him up further down the line. Some doorman from town turned up because of who we are. Uh, pub wise and who runs the pub we're all known by door staff and that for our reputation of being decent so they like looking after us yeah. it was just hilarious they were just like yeah guys and like yeah he's fucked up down that way and then police come flying down I was like oh I think police might go <laughs> but we don't get trouble that often and that so it was just funny and just like hearing mm. the bassist just getting so annoyed with him just like just let me go knock him out it's like no we can't we're not allowed to as funny as it would have been, we're not allowed to. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I bet you wish he could have uh, edited that one out of his life. I bet you. More than likely. Mm. Speaking of, let's see how I got the first to go in. Uh, Twitter oh. subscription service is being launched in the US. <laughs> and uh, one of its features you will pay for will be to... Um, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Uh will be to edit your tweets. So this is from the telegraph.co.uk. And it's uh, Twitter users uh will be allowed to edit their posts in exchange for a fee after successful ca- uh, trials in Canada and Australia. The social media site has launched its premium Twitter Blue. That sounds like a fucking porn site. <laughs> Twitter Blue service in America and uh, and New Zealand, giving users access uh, to features such as an undo button, which allows them to change a post up to 30 seconds after publishing it. Wow. So when you've not realised you've fucked it up at all, and then three hours later you're like, fuck! You, you're still fucked. So, um... So to subscribe to the service will cost around $2.99 or £2.20 a month. Um, it will also uh, allow you to read advert-free news articles on websites including the Washington Post and the Atlantic. Uh, Twitter first launched a service in Australia and Canada over the summer and has been since taking feedback from customers. A spokesman said, 
We've been listening uh, uh, to and learning from the most passionate and vocal people on Twitter and what to make their experience more customizational, more frictionless, and simply put, better. Don't make people pay for the edit button. Uh, other features include being able to upload videos of up to 10 minutes instead of two. Okay, that that's better. I, I think that should be a premium feature. Yeah, okay. Um, Twitter decided to offer the subscription service uh, features after struggling with slow, slowing user growth amid competition from new arrivals such as video sharing site TikTok. They began testing another feature last year called Spaces. Allowing audio users to create live uh, audio users, fuck me. Uh, allowing users to create live audio rooms, brackets, um, in which, in, in what was interpreted as an effort to stop them leaving and joining the uh, increasingly popular Clubhouse app. What the fuck's the Clubhouse app? I have no idea. <laughs> well, there we go. Oh, it's not that popular then, is it? Fucking hell. <laughs> Much of Twitter's income. In the past, has come from advertising. However, changes to Apple's privacy policies made it harder for clients to use apps and collect data from uh, and target their ads. According to a recent study, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat lost an estimated ten billion in revenue from the policy shift at Apple. Thank fuck, because you know that's making money off us. The horror. Exactly. Yeah. Twitter has previously said advertising changes uh, would have ongoing but modest impact on the site. Is there any more? No, that's it. So, what do what do you feel about spending two pound twenty to edit your tweets and have longer, um, longer videos? Because no one's going to read the news articles on there, are they? Does anyone well, really read the news I articles? Video and if I fuck off, so I'm going to tweet. I'll just delete it and repl replace it without the fucking edit, without the um, mistakes in it. Well, that's the thing. Sure, it takes extra thirty seconds to do it, but this is free. Mm, exactly and then that's the annoying part about it is this this edit button has been like different services for years and now they're like oh we'll pay us three dollars and we'll let you have an edit button but only for 30 seconds then you're fucked <laughs> you've yeah i'll pass before tweets start a fucking flame war that's what you really need isn't it yeah then I, I yeah. say that now all of you are wrong now all you like dicks because i edit my opinion ha 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 mm. I, it just, I, I just feel like this is going to be maybe a, a bit of a coffin nail for it. Yeah. Because rather than just let that be a standard feature and not a premium feature, maybe, you know, maybe people will be like, oh, that's cool, very good of them. To finally add this feature that's been missing for years, like being able to change your fucking gamer tag on PlayStation. So, yeah, I'm looking at you. Fuck. Thanks. Well, I had to beta it first. Oh, that took him fucking years. All the players. Um, yeah, so... And having spaces in the gamer tag as well. God, I don't think they still got that. I think you still have to have well, underscores, I think. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't agree with charging them for the privilege of an edit button. I do uh, agree on charging them if they want ad-free news and stuff like that. I mean, that'd be... Appealing yep. to some people and yep. the longer form that. videos. Yes, I can agree with that as well. But the edit button should be a core feature, not a paid feature. I, yeah, I... it's just silly. Mm -hmm. It's almost like EA levels of fuckery, that is. 
And they might as well yeah. just call it Twitter After Dark or Twitter Plus rather than fucking Twitter Blue. Yeah, Twitter Plus would, would be better. Mm. <coughs> but then again, I think they're like going, oh, well, our, our logo's blue, so we'll call it Twitter Blue. And it's like, yeah, but that sounds like porn, mate. Yeah. Sounds like you're low-key just charging $3 for some cheap porn. Well, they kind of are, because people will be able to upload 10 minutes worth of video. Oh, ah, yeah, you get some right porny stuff on there now. See? Not that there isn't yeah. porn already on Twitter. Not at all, mm-mm. mm-mm. No. No, no, I've, I've not seen porn on Twitter at all. Just scrolling through my follows. <laughs> you see, oh, retweeted by you. Oh, hello. <laughs> she's it, you've watched two minutes that's it she's not done yeah. too late but for I mean, for, for three dollars you could see a finish maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> all features like this there's always going to be some sort of um, backlash or hit back isn't there oh yeah exactly yeah. I, I mean there's plenty of things we can talk about tonight that have got backlash attached to them for the feature um, this one I, I, I don't think oh, that later though I don't. I don't think the edit. I don't think the edit button in paid no. is is wise. At no, all. at all. Um, that that's personally my thing. But yeah. Whatever. That's your, I, yeah. Or two twenty nine, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and, your two. and for that reason, <laughs> I'm out. Out. I'm out. Sorry. Yeah. No. Right, move on. No from me. Bubbles, this is yours, darling. Audi. Yes. This made me chuckle I'm gonna, quite a bit. I'm going to open this one up and read it at the same time. I'm not going to read it out. So, I'll let you do it. <laughs> Angry shopper hits out at Aldi over product from, with vile word. Children this is from uh, the mirror. The mirror, obviously. Because okay. I don't read anything else. <laughs> Oh my god! I've already, uh, I've already seen what the thing she's got. Yeah. By. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake! So, a woman spotted the vile name of the product and is calling for a petition to have the item removed from shelves. A woman has said she is disgusted that Aldi is selling a product with a name that she thinks is inappropriate. Now, when somebody says inappropriate name for something. You know, you'd you'd think of something like sexual or abusive or I don't know, racist. Well, I always thought the jerk seasoning could be taken as a bile product because of the jerk. Well, exactly. But, yeah. Yeah, so, and I saw what it was. And I just, like, Fuck no. There was, I think it was either Audi or Lidl a number of years back. They had these country cream crackers. Country cream crackers. Mm. Yeah, but because country how they, crackers. because how they um. Emphasize certain certain letters. It, it really put emphasizes on the C, the U, and the N and the T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are like, oh, oh, that's just that's got the word cunt in it. <laughs> well, have you not yeah. seen the? Understandably, uh... they changed their fucking design because they got a massive backlash on that. Like, holy shit. Well, yeah, was... that's quite an obvious one. This one is it's fucking kind of a, <laughs> It's kind of a you know subreddit hashtag they knew kind of thing mm-hmm. because they knew that yeah. that would happen. Well. One I can oh, point yeah. out, uh, assorted fudge, the the label edge label, is ass fudge. <laughs> when they abbreviate that, so. And then you walk around the shops and you see things that have got different letters on them, and people spell out words like "fuck off." 
and things like that. That that could be seen as offensive and disgusting and vile. I need to find that no. picture that me and Matt did on Snapchat so, once. The woman was visiting an Aldi in Netherton when she spotted a car cleaning kit called Demon Chill, which she took offence to. Fucking Karen. She shared her thoughts on the vile product <laughs> on Facebook, the Liverpool Echo reports. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> she posted in a Facebook her post, her post in a Facebook group said, "Totally disgusted Aldi are selling this. Any advice on how to complain as a consumer or get a petition or something to have it removed from the shelves? We should not have to see this in our supermarkets, nor should our children be familiar with this word." It's a total curse. Demonize your car? Three question marks. Come on. This is absolutely vile. Any Christians amongst us, or even people with common sense? Question mark. The range of car care products are said to include essentials to overcome the harsh winter essentials. That don't make any sense. But anyway, in an advertisement for the product on the maker's website, the strapline says. Demonize your car this winter with our car plan demon winter range. Then goes on to describe the product as encompassing all the essentials you need to approach and overcome the harsh winter conditions that the UK has to offer. Demon has introduced a variety of products to assist you in combat this winter. Aldi has been contacted for further comment. <laughs> so, the, the word that she is objecting to is demon she's probably a deeply deeply religious fucking person well <sighs> yes but see even if she is her children will still know the word demon because yes. demons are in so you know I'm, in religion I'm now clicking on the read more to asda worker tried to kick out a woman out of shop because she was basically naked <laughs> oh yeah i saw that one as well <laughs> When it, I think she got like a pajamas on or something. When it loads. When it loads. Oh, for fuck's sake! Open a new tab. So, uh, do, 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 do. oh, she didn't have a bra on. So. Oh, the horror. Uh, so this is as the worker tried to kick a woman out of shop because she was, common, basically naked. The shopper named Jaya. I'm sorry, I've just completely fucked the... That Audi one is good, <laughs> but fuck it. We're down the rabbit hole again, people! Uh, the plan has worked. <laughs> said she was in Asda Supermarket on the Isle of Dogs, East London. Uh, when a worker come in front of her, uh, and she called the incident the most disgusting behaviour. A woman says she was left stunned by supermarket staff after she was allegedly told she was basically naked and shouldn't be there. The shopper named Jaya said she was in Asda supermarket in the Isle of Dogs, East London, when the incident unfolded. She posted video footage of the incident on social media, uh, which she called the most disgusting behaviour. In the clip, an employee can uh, be heard saying, We can see your body, almost. The manager is coming right now. She claims the worker, who had not been named, told her that she didn't respect herself and that the supermarket had a policy. <clears throat> she can be heard to reply, it's not because you don't, uh, it's not because you don't, oh, you can, you can be heard to reply, sorry. Um, <clears throat> it's not because you don't respect yourself, we have a policy in Asda. 
She shared the episode on Twitter and captioned the footage. So tonight in Asda, are the dogs. I was told by an employee that I wasn't wearing enough clothes, wasn't respecting myself, and I'm basically naked and I shouldn't be in there. Honestly, the most disgusting behavior. Responding to her post on social media, the food giant said, Hi, Jaya. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. Uh, this is not a recognized policy at Asda, and we are really sorry for the, the service you received. Uh, I've spoken to the store manager who is addressing the incident. I will be happy to discuss how we can put it right for you? Question mark. A spokesman also was also reported to have added, as soon as we are made aware of this incident, we will be uh, launching an investigation in the store. <clears throat> we have been contacted. Uh, we have been in contact with Jai to explain this is not our policy for the negative experience that she had on this occasion. <laughs> so the picture that it's got of her. Oh fuck! I clicked the wrong thing. It's probably some stupid thing. She's right. She's not got a bra on, okay? But she's wearing a white top, white trousers. She's got slippers on. She's got a hoodie on. She's not naked. That's quite a lot of skin covered up. If I went in in my pajamas, my balls would be hanging out because I just wear a t-shirt. <laughs> then yes, you could say I was basically naked because I would have been basically naked by that one. But this is bullshit. I, fuck that guy. <coughs> he's probably never seen a real woman before and he's just like oh you can't my bone is so hard get out <laughs> I mean I, I can't speak for every woman but the majority of women the first thing you do when you get home from work or get in from being out is you take your bra off and you put your comfies on mm -hmm. and then if you have to go out after that fuck it you put a jumper on because there ain't no way that bra is going back on after i've got in this house and got my comfy clothes on no way mm. no uh by the way i clicked on the next one that i found we're down the rabbit hole people this is what bob <laughs> does to me she puts me down the rabbit hole and then watches me just go crazy <clears throat> oh my god this is fucking weird uh this one's um, husband's very British note to neighbour sleeping with his wife goes viral. <laughs> a viral note written by a husband who returned home to discover his wife in bed with another man has gone viral. The quote, oh, very British note has been branded with hilariously passive aggressive as it is sarcastically asked the other man to avoid doing the dirty with his wife given they are not in an open relationship. The note was shared on Reddit and has since been leaving since <coughs> the note has was shared on reddit and has since been leaving hundreds of social media users in stitches there we go i just ran through that really quickly birmingham live reports <clears throat> uh, the post <laughs> post was uh, captioned by the man came home to my partner in bed with somebody else pretty sure i stuck to the right tone question mark it is unknown where the note was left or exactly where the incident happened so the note reads Hey, just wanted to let you know that you're sleeping with someone who's married and we're not in an open relationship. So you shouldn't really be doing the dirty with her. I appreciate things can get lonely, so I don't mind you popping over for a brew temporarily whilst I'm out. But in future, could you give me a heads up so I can move my car out for you, please? Cheers, number 86. <coughs> what? Yeah. 
the Reddit thread has ranked up over 600 comments. One joked that, hey, is a bit confrontational. So, is a bit confrontational. Dial it back a little. Oh, excuse me. Another laughed, I'm British and I cannot work out whether this is Olympic level sarcasm or if I missed something. <laughs> oh, right, I'm, I'm getting off the rabbit hole because the next two stories are one realized husband was cheating after clocking Og detail in his photo center. Sounds bollocks. A woman discovers her boyfriend is cheating on her after he sends a photo of his food. Don't give a fuck. Let's get back to the topic, shall we? Also, Bob, I posted my little contribution <laughs> to the uh, thing that was in Tesco at home. Uh, not Tesco at home. Asda at home. The When you know you fuck around with things. Yeah. So I basically... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a load of um like lettered mugs. So of course I spelt hard dick with yeah. them. <laughs> and then on Snapchat I put uh, yeah. me, you, me and Matt are plus maturity. Because we are. It's 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 a number of years back, but I remember seeing a picture of um the spice rack from Morrison saying huge clitoris. <laughs> 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 and I see another one was uh, with like one where you took a cup saying <laughs> Boris sucks cock. The thing is, the, the huge clitoris one as well. You've got to imagine that that would come from, uh, you know, giving it a good rub. Yeah. Spices. Rub. You're gonna have more than just the time on your hands, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a new word to jerk seasoning. Mm, Jamaican jerks. And some cumin. I mean cumin. Mm. Oh god. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's leave that one on, shall we? I'll, I'll let you read the next one. It's mine, but... Uh, so this one's called Don't Fall for Cut Price Cosmetic Surgery. You've got me on a day when my fucking brain does not want to read words in mouth. Don't blame me. <clears throat> so... This one... Uh, exclusive from the mirror.co.uk. Exclusive in blue letters. And uh, I pulled threads from my skin after botched facelift left me streaming with blood. <sighs> Why oh. would you put... Fuck, what? They, they no, explain. no. It just... I don't know. So, Barbara Bellinger, 47, from Western Supermare, fucking, wow, okay, uh, has warned others not to fall for reduced price of bargain cosmetic surgery after fearing she could be permanently disfigured. Uh, Barbara Bellinger spotted an advert for £400 facelift on um, Facebook and her eyes lit up. That's cheap, really? Mm -hmm. The tempting, heavily reduced offer seemed exactly like mm. the new start uh, for the new year she wanted. So at the beginning of 2020, she booked herself in. <clears throat> yeah, but if, 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 when... People say that like heavily reduced. It's not fucking heavily reduced. It's just marketing wordplay to get you to fucking buy it. Mm. I feel like Bob, you, you should do marketing, the... marketing one hundred and one. Oh yeah. Friends, in in high school, I took business studies, so I know all the tricks of the trade and how things fucking work, and it doesn't work on me. Yeah. You ever wondered why they put um, compatible items on the other side of the fucking supermarket? So you have to walk all the way through all the other offers and shit to get to it. Exactly. Yep. That's why you never see bread and milk together. You never see like, I know, eggs and bacon together because they make you walk so many past so many different aisles of 
bargains and shit. Yep. And they will always put the highest selling or the most items they want to sell at your eye level. The better deals are usually above your eye level or below your eye level. Mm-hmm. Another thing they also do is they always put the clock near the entrance. So you have no concept of time while you're in there. Or they don't have a clock. Or they don't have a clock, yeah. There's usually a clock at the entrance or by the till area. Or not at all. Not at all, yeah. Uh, so you well, think oh, I'll go in there? For, I'm going to be in there for ten minutes. If like, just get a few things, and turns out you, holy fuck, I've been in there for an hour. Yeah. Are you all right to read the the woman parts of this? Because I I feel like I want to put a voice on, but I think you. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning of 2020, okay. she booked I herself thought... in. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you did that. Sorry. I'll okay. Recapping. Um, <laughs> just recapping so we know where we are. Um, I spotted a beauty salon and was running a training day and required models with a trainer who had more than 10 years experience at 400 pounds it seemed like a great opportunity at a price i could afford i wanted to give myself a new year's lift barbara 47 said but when she went to have the procedure she claims something didn't feel right (sighs) my treatment was really painful and it felt very rushed I was keen to get it over with as it hurt so much. The final result was tight, but it looked fine. She recalls. After the treatment, Barbara was sent on her way and told to take ibuprofen uh, if she felt any discomfort. She was also told to wait six weeks to see the full results. The next day, Barbara claimed she felt something snap in her face. When she called the salon, she was told it was normal. She said... My face felt extremely tight and painful, and even chewing was difficult, but I believed it would settle as they told me it would. <clears throat> a few days later, she felt a bump above her top lip. <laughs> when I touched it, it felt like it felt sharp and stung like it was piercing my skin. I contacted the salon again and was told to try and manipulate the thread back up and not to mess with it. I was so concerned I sent a video of myself doing exactly as instructed to the salon to show them. The next day she became even more concerned when her blue thread pierced the skin by her top lip and she pulled it out. The thread had a cog on and came out of my face. Unfortunately, there was... Not unfortunately, sorry. <laughs> Fortunately, there was no major bleeding, and I was, but I was incredibly concerned that my face would become lopsided. <laughs> sorry. After calling the salon to complain, she claims she was told it was her own fault. Barbara added... <laughs> At no point did the trainer contact me directly to check on me, she had washed her hands of the whole thing. Terrified her face was damaged forever, Barbara found another thread piercing her skin near her eye. When she tried to pull out the thread, the cog near the end got caught on her skin tissue, which caused it to pucker. By now, blood was streaming down her face as she tried to push it back in. In the end, she managed to remove the thread by slowly manoeuvring it outward. I was left with two further lumps. One on my chin and another on my nose. I feared both threads would poke out through through at any moment. I took myself to A&E who were supportive but said they couldn't touch it as it was cosmetic and they would not risk hurting me further. I was beside myself. 
The pain was so bad I contemplated buying a scalpel to cut the threads out of my face. <clears throat> After conducting her own research, Barbara found Safe Face, a national register of medical practitioners accredited to prove to provide non-surgical cosmetic treatments. She travelled to River Aesthetics Clinic in Bournemouth, uh, which is a training centre for silhouette soft thread lifts, which are only available by medically qualified clinicians. Clinicians? I think that's right. Clinicians. Yeah, all right, I thought I didn't know if I was wrong on that one. Uh, after yes. the consultation with the clinicians, Barbara was determined. Unsu was yeah determined unsuitable for thread lifting treatment in the first place due to her autoimmune condition. Doctor Manning from the Rither Aesthetics said, "Dolph, do you want to do this one? Have you got it up?" A professional would have adopted this thread just immediately. We could clearly you see don't. the thread have been inserted superficially and how and had migrated significantly since their placement. The threads were unlike any we have seen. <clears throat> Before, we suspect they may not have even reached UK standards. Dr. Manor added she worked with Barbara to remove oh, he's a woman <laughs> to remove as much <laughs> as uh, the thread as they could from her face Oops. and added she was lucky not to be disfigured by her experience. You start to finish well, as a male voice, or should I just uh, fucking yeah. get on with yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> we strongly urge anyone considering aesthetic treatments to research the treatment provided and the treatment itself. She said. <laughs> Three months later, <laughs> uh, when Barbara's face had fully healed, she went back to the clinic for the new look she originally wanted. The clinicians used Mali filler to pump up her cheeks and add definition to her jawline and enhance her hip, uh, lips. I fucking wanted to say hips there. Barbara said. They lie, though. The hips would lie. I would strongly urge anyone contemplating an aesthetic treatment to thoroughly research everything and ask questions about qualifications of the treatment provider, the treatment's modality, uh, the products being used, and see if they are in credit if they are credited to save face. Don't do what I did and be seduced by the price and the promise that someone is a trainer. I'm absolutely thrilled with the results now. I should have researched the suitability of different procedures and treatments and got a better understanding from the experts about what the results I could expect to achieve. Oh, sorry, buddy just ran over my face. <laughs> <clears throat> we now know I wasn't suitable for the PDO threads, so it's frustrating to think that I went through all that pain and worry for nothing. Yeah. What annoys me is she she doesn't look mm -mm. she didn't look that bad no beforehand so this is another like what people think we should all look like these days yeah coming through and it was the oh, it was the 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 picking the threads out of a face I was like. What the fuck? Mm. What? 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 Why? Why would you do this? Why? That's that's more or less akin to having surgery and saying, you know, you got stitches yeah. right, and just ripping your fucking stitches out. Yep. Essentially. Exactly. It's Ridiculous. Fucking crazy. 
Also, I've just like, realized as soon as she notices something, she should have gone straight back to where she had it done straight away. And not, like, gone picking around at it. Mm. But the thing is, that, oh, yeah, move it back in place and leave it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's too late now. You've already pulled it halfway out. You might as well shove it back in. Yeah. That's such a... Uh, I, I'd be like, straight down the knee, he's like, I don't give a fuck, get it out. <coughs> Although, I'd just be like, I, I wouldn't be doing that, though, because I wouldn't go and have things done to my face. The fuck? The only, the only one thing I ever considered thinking about doing would be to have laser laser hair removal, like, from my jaw, so I don't have to shave ever again. <laughs> like, just, like, burn the follicles so I don't grow a beard anymore. Although, growing a beard at the moment, I actually kind of look alright with a beard, I think. Bob, you can check that out on Facebook, that I've got a beard. And... Okay. At the moment, um, so okay, but yeah, I, I'm getting used to trimming it and that, so it's doing okay at the moment, I suppose. Uh, so I just realized that these last few stories have all been from the mirror.co.uk, including this next one, <clears throat> which is uh, a time traveler from 2027 shares proof that he's the last person on earth. Um, a man who claims to be oh, he got updated as well. Ooh. So, a man who claims oh. to be. A time traveler from 2027 has shared video footage of a desert sea as proof that he's the last person on Earth. Javier has become a bit of a hit on TikTok where he uploads videos as um, Unico Sobreviviente, which translates to Only Survivor. But he's not without his haters. He claims to be stuck alone in the future as the world's uh, Earth population has been wiped out by a disaster. And he uploads videos of the Spanish city he is in as proof. But some say that he's filming desert parts of city or visiting areas at quiet times of day. So TikTok, uh, TikToker has now uploaded footage of a busy city junction which is eerily deserted. Yeah, but was this um, junction photograph when, or oh, I don't know, when COVID isolation was... Um... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this is what, you know, exactly. really annoys me about all this as well. The easiest way to say it is, right, go and find all the deserted cars on the freeway and everyone panicking and all the broken windows and shit. Or better, or better, yeah, go, go to a shop or a store that's actually selling 2027 calendars take a photo of it. Hmm, well, that too. Uh, so in the past, Javier has shared footage of secret of a secret passageway in the abandoned city and clips from a shopping area that's become a ghost town but was recently challenged by a follower on social media. They asked him to upload a clip with a view, which he did. Then asked him to upload the same clip, but filmed in daytime, saying they would believe him if he, too, made the city look empty. So Javier did so. In the clip, uh, the roads and city looked completely empty, but the TikTokers were still quick to pick the footage apart. One said, look closely at the dark spots of the intersection. You can see movements. Looks like something was edited out. <clears throat> Another wrote... Your hands are different on each video. Uh, yeah. A third, which is I think one that is the probably the cleverest one, and also the dumbest one. How can you send a TikTok from the future to the past? Use the internet from there. A third, a third user. Ask the third user. Uh, does the frequency of the wave go between time and space dimension? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Fourth suggested I dare you go to Egypt to the pyramids. Javier camps in the video, waking up, everything changes places. I'm trapped between 2021 and 2027. 
I'm a, in a world parallel to yours. So he's only really six years ahead of us. I mean, fucking hell. I've yeah. been further than that, if you believe me, that is. Hmm. Uh, I've been mean, into, into the year 3000. Yep. Well, not much has changed, but we'll now live underwater. And your great great granddaughter is pretty fine. Apparently so, yeah. Mm. So some of the comments are nice filming in lockdown. Also, it's not possible to travel back in time. General relativity of Einstein's theory. I mean, it is, but the the overcoming of mass is the main problem of that one. It's kind of like hitting faster than light. <clears throat> Another person went simple. Get the lottery results for a massive win, a hundred plus million pounds, uh, with. Win that, then spend the money the remaining six years or so having fun until we all disappear. <laughs> Another one that correctly pointed out if he is in a parallel world, then he is not a time traveler. Some parallel worlds are believed to run at different times to ours, and he's obviously found a way to jump between them. <laughs> that was also one of the editor's pick. Fuck's sake. Well, there's no update. The, the update didn't seem to be anything. Special on like yeah. yeah. But hmm, there's been people that have claimed that they've been from the future before. But it's a case of there was like a guy brought back a photograph of the future, and it's like, well, you wouldn't bring back a photograph of the future, mate. You bring back yeah. a tablet or something with it on, or a hologram machine with the fucking panorama of the future on it. You wouldn't bring back a physical photograph. Yeah, like you can pick things apart really quickly. And like the, the time travel idea, I mean, I kind of want time travel to exist, like because I want to live in the future. I want to be spaceshipy, Loz, eventually. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, when you said photograph, we're talking a Polaroid or no? It was like an actual like um, eight by two or whatever it is. The fucking old like ones that you get with the Kodak camera. Oh yeah. The ones that like everyone who's over twenty five knows exactly what the fuck we're on about. <laughs> Anyone little, under twenty five is like, what the little, fuck? Your hand camera's a little, little flash and a little twisty, twisty fucking nothing. You, you take them to a shop, and a couple of days later, you see if you did a good job of it or not. Or how, oh, how shit job you did. Mm. But like, there's always that one picture with a fucking finger in the frame. Mm. But it's just interesting, like, because there's there's one guy that's saying he came from twenty seventy one, and he's. Um, he's just visiting basically and here's what it looks like and then you've got this guy saying I live in a dystopian future where no one exists but me and it's six years ahead and it's like alright which one is it then which timeline well, are we on it's not be dystopian if he's the only survivor yeah and plus if he was the only survivor why would he still live in his house why wouldn't exactly. he just move into a great big fuck off mansion why would yeah, he if... not be finding people's uh, corpses or distressed destroyed cars and stuff. Yeah, and this time travel we, we were just talking about, if that's the case then, if, if the whole entire place is nearly deserted, then who's maintaining the power? Hmm. Well, exactly, yeah. You know, he's he's got a picture of it, I'm, I'm assuming it's him in his house with lights on. So, so it's videos who's, of him who's like... maintaining the power lines? Well, who's maintaining his fucking phone charge? <laughs> exactly. It, it's such a, I, like I said, it's such a bollocks thing. I I kind of want to believe time travel exists, but until someone comes and goes, here's the technology. I'm going to take you with me. We're going to film stuff in the future. I'm going to bring you back. 
We're going to film the, the journey, if we can. Uh, and then I'm going to give you the technology to do it yourself. The other problem is, as soon as time travel exists, we'll have all already done it. Because the timeline will change. Mm. Because people will be giving fucking Stone Age man time machines. Because <laughs> it's that's how it goes. Either time travel exists, but it's heavily regulated, or time travel exists and everybody has it. But, um, yeah, fuck it, whatever. So I'll tell you what, it's not happening, though. Uh, especially in Georgia. This is from uh, tellmebest.com. <clears throat> a Georgia judge has banned Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so Elf on the Shelf is a relatively new but quickly adopted and beloved holiday tradition. Practiced across most homes in the nation and the world. Because this is an American one. So, whatever. Um, according to the law, the little elf keeps an extra eye out for Santa leading up to the main event. Imagine he hops from room to room every day as he makes sure the kids stay on their best behavior. However, a judge in Georgia has claimed to understand the undue stress the little elf inflicts on parents everywhere and has claimed to be looking out for them when issued an order calling for all elf and the shelf dolls to be banned from appearing in homes this holiday. It was done all in jest, of course. Judge Robert Leonard of Cobb County, Georgia, put out the mock order on his Twitter account. In the spirit of the holiday season, Judge Leonard's post read, Tired of living with the elf on a shelf tyranny? Not looking forward to the elf forgetting to move and causing your kids emotional distress? I'm a public servant and will take the heat for you. My gift to tired parents. Accompanying the tweet was the mock order he had drawn up. And here it is below. Uh, let me click on the tweet so I can read it fully. So it says here. <clears throat> uh, Superior Court of Cobb County, State of Georgia. In regard, elves on shelves. Case number. Uh, order banishing elves on shelves in Cobb County. The court finds the elf on the shelf here and after elves uh, represent a distraction to school students and a risk to the emotional health and well-being of Cobb's young children. Inexplicably, elves sometimes move and don't move over time, uh, overnight. When these elves don't move, it leaves our children of tender years in states of extreme emotional distress. The undersigned recalls horrific incidents of his own where three children were sent to school in tears with one child being labelled an elf murderer and accused of making the elf lose his magic. <laughs> the court has no doubt that the day of education was lost to everyone. Given the risk posed to our most vulnerable children outlined above, coupled with the COVID and supply chain issues, the court has no choice but to banish all elves on the shelves from Cobb County. And it was so ordered this day, the 4th of November 2021. By Judge Robert Leonard the <laughs> Second of the uh, Cobb Judicial Circuit. That's brilliant. <laughs> NBC News pointed out that the judge offered up his own personal anecdote to parents uh, with his within his quasi referendum. Uh, he detailed that he was horrified for having to send his three children to school in hysterical states after. The elf had been forgotten to be moved from one shelf uh, to another. 
one night. He described the two on recording, accusing one another of elf murderers, uh, as well as placing blame on each other for the elf losing his magic powers. The onslaught of teams was almost too much for the judge to bear, and thus ex- expressed that he shared the same sentiment with parents everywhere who enjoyed similar occurrences. He concluded by uh, his order by stating, given the risk pretend- posed to our most vulnerable children outlined above, the court has no choice but to banish all elves of the from Cobb County. However, he did reassure parents who still wanted to invite Elf and Shelf back to their homes that they would not be held in contempt of court. It is the holidays, after all. Uh, the witticism and humour of the judge's Elf on the Shelf tweet uh, make for much-needed laughs. Clearly, the judge knew uh, that given everything that transpired over the past two years, everyone could do it with a good chuckle now and then. However, even in jest, the judge did point out some very real issues that parents should take heed of. Sustaining supply chain issues are plaguing the nation and the world um, and directly affecting the availability of holiday season's most divided items. Thus, quicker parents start shopping uh, the the less stress and disappointment they are likely to endure. Uh, The elf on the shelf tweet also serves as an astute reminder, that's a fucking word I had to try and get my brain around. I knew I, to, I knew what it was, just didn't know how to say it. Uh, that even in times of great tragedy and distress, it is important to try and take time out to appreciate uh, life's little moments of levity and joy. I thought it was a real one. I'm kind of annoyed that it isn't because Elf on the Shelf is a <laughs> fucking creepy little fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, still fucking funny. Elf murderer, though. <laughs> Elf murderer. Elf you murderer. stole the elf's magic! How dare you! Fucking great. <laughs> to be fair, I can see kids arguing about that. You didn't. No, I didn't. Look, I you didn't you brush did. your teeth properly. Now the elf has yeah. no magic and is dead! Yep. Well, you didn't wash your shoes or your face. It was you. Yeah. You didn't flush. Your fault. <laughs> and you didn't say grace to dinner. Crazy. Uh, so <laughs> we're going up when we're having that fun thing. We need to bring it down a bit now. Ooh, so kinda. Remember, remember how last this is from the mirror.co.uk as well. So last podcast we talked about that woman who was like, oh, my husband's dead. Good oh. And got fucking arrested for, for basically murdering her husband stabbed by stabbing him, him to death. Kitchen. It's fine. Left him to bleed to death. Um, so apparently there's allegations now that she drove her previous spouse uh to suicide. She was right regular black widow this lady, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She she is, yeah. I mean it says Dad of four, Alan Warrender, took his own life in 1993 after discovering his wife, Penelope Jackson, was having an affair with David Jackson, who she would then go on to marry and then murder. The third husband of Black Widow, Penelope Jackson, took his own life after her affair with the man she would murder. Dad of four was left heartbroken after finding out his wife's secret tryst with David according to his family. The RAF chief engineer, 
um, 43, had also turned to drinking and was struggling with debts at the time of his death in 93. Jackson, 66, was sentenced to life in prison last month after stabbing Mr. Jackson, 78, multiple times, including while he tried to call for an ambulance at their home in Barrow, Somerset. The couple had been rowing about family birthday meal prior to the murder in February. She told her murder trial she had suffered with years of abuse at the hands of her victim. An unnamed family member of Mr. Warrender told the Daily Mail, There's no question that the affair drove him to his death. After what she did to him and his family before, before she went on to murder an ex-husband, she should never be released from prison. She is a ruthless, greedy, angry woman. She is a danger to society. And then it just goes on to say how they met and everything. And I can't, I can't talk anymore because month. Uh, Mr. Warrenson had met uh, Jackson dead. at RAF St. Athlon in the Vale of Glamorgan in South Wales <laughs> soon after his second marriage to MOD employee Tony Rothwell came to an end in the late 80s. Mr. Warrenson was still married to his first wife, Beverly. <clears throat> the relatives said Mr. Warrenson and Beverly were soulmates, having been married in their early 20s. They had two daughters and an adopted son. Jackson was working as a budget manager at the base at the time she met Mr. Warrenson. Beverly found out about their affair before she died of breast cancer at 36, the relative explained. Uh, Jackson and Warrender quickly moved in together and were married by 1988, his daughter Isabel born two years later. Family members said that Miss Warrender's children from Eva's uh, previous marriage was shipped off to boarding school. Uh, the pair, however, fell into debt while Mr. Warrender was away working in Saudi Arabia. Jackson met Colonel David Jackson. Uh, Mr. Warrender found out about the affair and returned from the Middle East while also allegedly finding Jackson had his two healthy dogs put to sleep. An inquest ruled his death as suicide caused by carbon monoxide, while the balance of his mind was disturbed. Mr. Jackson uh, adopted Isabel after marrying uh, Jackson in '96. <clears throat> Isabel told her mum's murder trial in October, my whole world fell away at my feet after she learned of Mr. Jackson's death. From the moment the police knocked on our door and told us what had happened, I had not only lost my dad, but I had lost my mum too. My life was changing forever, she added. Oh, it's, it sounds uh, really bad. It's like she just... Yeah. She just... One, obviously likes a man in uniform. And two, yeah. she doesn't give a fuck whose life she messes up as long as she gets hers. That's crazy. That's fucking yeah. crazy. But hey, she's life imprisonment, and I hope someone beats the fuck yeah. out of her for it because she's a yeah horrible woman who deserves. But it's just nothing. so strange how the previous time we spoke about this woman, it was oh, you know, he was abusive to her. He was this. He was that you know he must have done something to deserve it mm. and not even a month later it's like well actually yeah it was like two, literally two mm. weeks later we're saying well it turns out she wasn't this <laughs> fucking abused wife she was the abuser and quite possibly yeah. a double murderer yeah fuck that that's stupid so. she, she people like that just deserve to rot in prison or even better a bullet in the back of the head and left in a shallow grave somewhere. 
ruining people's lives. I don't know why people do it. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm readily to say that like, after I've figured out and have been told that I've had problems with my breakdown of my marriage and stuff uh, back in the day, uh, I don't wish that on anyone. I don't wish any of what I had to put up with or anything that um, other people are putting up with. So people like this are just gross and disturbing to me. It's like, how how do you get away with this? Why has someone not put a bullet in the back of your head? Because while mine was relatively mild in, in comparison, fuck, it, it could have gone really dark if I'd have said or done yeah. the wrong thing. I, I, I don't know how lucky I got away with all that. Not saying that my ex-wife is a murderer, but she's not a fucking saint. <laughs> and I'm not a fucking saint. I've done things wrong in my life, but fuck. It, it hits a little close, that one. Um, so, speaking of uh, close, we're going to go to the other side of the fucking country now. Uh, the country, world. From bbc.co.uk. Uh, Australia introduces lockdown rules for uh, unvaccinated people. <clears throat> About 2 million people who have not been fully vaccinated against COVID have been placed in lockdown in Australia as the country faces a surge in cases. Uh, we are not taking this step lightly, but unfortunately it's necessary, Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg said. Unvaccinated people will only be allowed to leave homes for limited reasons like work or buying food. So kind of like how we had our lockdown at the beginning of 2020. About 65% of Australia's population is is fully vaccinated. One of the lowest rates in Western Europe. It's not in Western Europe. Oh, Austria. Oh, I thought it was Australia. It's Austria. <laughs> Shit. So it's not on the other side of the world. It's across the pond. Fucking I'm a numpty. Austria is. It, what? I'm confused. I, I read it as Australia. Uh, meanwhile, so is this one and the next one the same thing then? Um, no, I think they're both different. Because well, the I, next I, one's Australia I, as well. Australia and Austria are very different countries. But, um. No, I, I thought it was Australia. I read that as Australia. Uh, let me edit that one out then. Hang on. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, whoops. <laughs> Stand by. Do, 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 do. Meanwhile, do, 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 the uh, seven-day infection rate is more than 800 cases per 100,000 people, which is one of the highest in the region. Overall, Europe has again become the area most seriously affected by the pandemic, and several countries are introducing restrictions and warnings of rising cases. <clears throat> However, the UK, which is as which has one of the highest uh, COVID infection rates, has yet to reintroduce restrictions despite health needs calling for rules of mandatory face coverings and crowded enclosed spaces to avoid uh, a winter crisis. The measures introduced on Austria on Monday, uh, which come amid growing pressures of um, the nation's hospitals, will initially last for 10 days. This was the Monday just being for those who are listening. Uh, so, Fifteenth of November. Uh, children of the age of twelve, or under the age of twelve, uh, and people who have recently recovered from the virus will be exempt. 
Over the weekend, hundreds of people have protested outside the Chancellery in the capital. I wonder why Schallenberg was like a really not Australian name. But I just went over it because I went, fuck it, I got it right. <laughs> uh, Chancellery in capital Vienna, waving banners that read, Our bodies, our freedom to decide. Fucking die. Uh, one female protester was demonstrating to fight for my rights. It is total discriminatory what is happening here, she said. But, uh, pro, fuck, but pro, Professor Ava Schoenhammer of the Medical University of Vienna said the measures were needed, warning that hospital intensive cares were filling up. It's already projected that within two weeks we'll have reached the limit, she said. Vaccinated people are already barred from visiting restaurant, uh, restaurants, hairdressers and cinemas, but will now be expected to stay at home. In reality, we've told one-third of the population you will not leave your home apart from certain reasons, Mr. Schallenberg said. There is a massive reduction in contacts between vaccinated... Oh, that's fine. That is a massive... Fuck words. Brain. Brr. That is a massive reduction in contacts between vaccinated and unvaccinated. The government say police will carry out spot checks in public spaces to determine vaccination statuses of individuals and fines to those who are caught breaking the rules. Austria's health... Ministry says anyone who violates the lockdown for unvaccinated could be fined five hundred euro, four hundred twenty-six pounds, or five hundred seventy-two dollars. While the penalty of one thousand four hundred fifty euros could be incurred for refusing to participate in checks. <clears throat> there was a last-minute rush to vaccination centres in Upper Austria on the eve of the new restrictions. Hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> but. <great. laughs> But critics have questioned whether the move is constitutional. The far-right Freedom Party have uh, said it will create a group of second-class citizens. No, it will create a group of twats. <coughs> uh, in neighbouring Germ Germany, uh, where Health Minister Sen Jens Spahn has uh, warned of a pandemic of the unvaccinated, the federal government and state leaders are due to meet later this week to discuss, uh, discuss possible new restrictions. Germany's 67.3 vaccination rate is higher than Austria. Yes, yes, it is. But not by much, obviously. <clears throat> Germany has designated Austria as a high-risk area, meaning anyone arriving from the country must go into quarantine. Nevertheless, lockdown light measures have been imposed, not lockdown diet, um, to limit social contact in response to sharp increase <coughs> of infections. The measures include closing early for restaurants and shops and barring spectators from sporting events. About 84% of Dutch adults have been fully vaccinated. Most patients in Dutch hospitals have not had their jabs. Vaccination rates are significantly lower in some Eastern European nations. Latvia, where 59% of the population are fully vaccinated, reimposed lockdown last month and are banned, and has banned lawmakers who refuse the vaccine from voting on laws and taking part in debates until the middle of next year. They will also receive a pay decrease. Yes, do that. Fuck those people. They are not thinking about people. Uh, the only time you will be allowed to refuse the vaccine if it's a health complication. Even then. There's not many people who can't have a COVID vaccine of some sort because they are quite varied in how they're made. Yeah. In Russia, only 35% of the population have been um, vaccinated according to our world in data. At the end of October, Moscow shut stop shops, restaurants and schools 
In a partial lockdown, our workers are given nine paid holiday days to curb infections. <clears throat> so I'll other... do that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I've got something to say in a minute about, <laughs> about something where, I mean, I could be getting that. In some other countries, uh, are also introducing measures to apply, applying only to the unvaccinated. In Australia, the state of Queensland will be unvaccinated. We'll be bar unvaccinated people from restaurants, pubs, and sports from the 17th of De December. I knew I saw Australia somewhere. <laughs> In Singapore, has <laughs> said those who remain unvaccinated by voice uh, by choice will have to pay for their own medical bills in December. Oh, so, yeah, that's, that's a kick in the dick, isn't it? Just to fuck them. If they, if not ready, you had an accident that wasn't your fault when you bloody had a, your leg broken. Oh, yeah, you got pay, you got to pay for that because mm -hmm. you're unvaccinated. Yeah, you're not vaccinated. You're an extra drain on our resources rather than getting the vaccine. Ooh, um, ooh, that's a big kick in the dick, that is. But, yeah, at the point yeah. of us doing the podcast on the 17th of November, uh, we might have a Christmas lockdown. Like bars and pubs and restaurants. I fucking and hope not. Yeah. And cinemas. Are gonna probably shut over Christmas because Boris is moaning, ring and not denying it's not gonna happen. Which, as long as they pay us for it, I don't yeah. fucking mind. I would love a Christmas but off. I, I kind of hope for your guys' sake that they don't. But at I mean, the same time, I kind of do. It's it's um, a it's a money it's a money earner, right? But exactly. The um, Bob, you know this as, as much as, as me and Dolph, but the amount of pressure and stress and how yeah. tired and run down you get, January yeah. is going to be a fucking ghost town if they don't. Because nowhere's yeah. going to be open because everyone's fucking like dying. Some yeah. cases, probably, maybe, literally, from being flogged over the Christmas period where everyone's coming out and getting shit faced. But, um, Agreed. I'm. I'm I'm seeing that I think they're going to close us over the Christmas period, like Christmas New Year weekend, are going to be closed. Yeah, if not, I, I mean, reduce the masks. Yeah, well, they're enforcing yeah, the masks. Yeah, like reduced reduced hours or something, something oh. to that effect. Could, could you imagine least. that though? New Year's Eve. Sorry, you got to close by half ten. Yeah. See ya. Fuck Bye. off. <laughs> what about you lot? We're staying in and getting pissed because it's our workplace. We're having a staff meeting for four mm -hmm. hours. Get fucked. <laughs> exactly. Busy, well, that's what we used to do, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Staff meeting for four hours and a bit. Do it for us. Sorry. <laughs> so, no. yeah, sorry. Staff meeting now. Sorry, pub's closed. Well, we, uh, what, you've what? all got to go. You get out. Fuck okay. off. Go and, go and take it to Boris. It's his fault. Yeah, Boris's fault. It's, uh, Boris Johnson, the fucking weird one, the blonde wig. That's uh, mm -hmm. not I'll blame Sadiq. But, yeah, uh, half of me says yay we should we should close for christmas yeah but half of me says no we should get back to normal exactly that's like i i, I understand it from both sides like i would love it for you guys to not have to work over christmas and new year and still get paid for it fully but then well, I, I understand it from needing to make your money back over the last what 18 months yeah, but I mean, if it's only two, where you've not been able to do anything, if it's only like two or three weeks, and it's guaranteed only two or three weeks, it's not so bad. It's the last time we went. Oh, it's only be two weeks. Six months later, we're still shut. Yeah, that, that's the kind of kicking the bollocks. <laughs> and if he can guarantee we'll get paid for it, 
Yeah. And that we, because that's the thing as well. Everyone else will still go to work and get paid regular money. We'll be on whatever the fucking yeah. government decides. So it's like, oh, exactly. you're not working. It's like, yeah, but we're probably on like half our wages for Christmas. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, half of me wants <clears throat> if they if they do it nice and they do it right and they say, look, we're going to do it this this year. And make sure everyone's vaccinated for next year. Next year is going to be normal. Yeah. But that's the thing. They're going to keep adding these infractions to us while we're yeah. not fucking behaving. So, of course, it's going to happen. Because people aren't behaving. People are not taking things seriously again. Oh, I've been vaccinated. Yeah. I'm fine. So, yeah, cool. Cheers, mate. And then other people yeah. are like, oh, no, everyone I'm... around me is vaccinated. I don't need it. Exactly. Like, I've been vaccinated. But with this cold thing that's going around, you just don't know for definite what it is. I mean, I was 99% sure that it wasn't. But for the peace of mind of the people that I work with and my parents, yep. I got tested anyway. Well, I, I can't remember if it was if I talked about it last podcast or not, but I had a PCR test because I had that same thing you had. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, shit myself. And I'm like, yeah, I went to work on the Friday because I'd, I'd basically I'd talk to my boss and he says i'm happy that you've gone through all of the things you've already posted a negative you've done a pcr which would 100 confirm if you are or not uh you're wearing a mask i'm wearing a mask now at work anyway because the weather's changing it kills me yeah uh i'm always getting colds and coughs so why why even bother trying to fucking cheese through and hope i'm okay <clears throat> might as well just wear the mask through winter and, and get on with it until it's warm again yeah um, keep your face warm Exactly. And being asthmatic is great. I don't get nearly as many colds and stuff. I'm actually feeling a lot no. better than I was because of it. Because it's like I, I'm actively banning stuff that's hurting my body <laughs> with the fucking mask. Yeah. So it's great. Um, but yeah, because I'd, I'd followed all these <laughs> things, I was fine to go to work that Friday. And yeah. then Saturday morning I got the thing and I said, yeah, I'm all clear. Don't worry. And I even sent him the, yeah. the, like, the email that came with it. And he's like, yep, yeah, I'm happy. Did you go to Queen's Park? Yes, yes I did. See, I went, that's where I went on Wednesday. Like, I went to work Wednesday morning, and by sort of 10 o'clock, I kind of talked myself into, oh my God, it could be COVID. I should really go and get tested, blah, blah, uh, blah. Yeah, blah. I, I was exactly the same. So this... Went to Queen's Park as a walk-in. Mm -hmm. I had to ring them on Saturday morning because I still hadn't had my results. What? I got mine literally the next day, email and text. Like, exactly. Everybody that I know, like you, a couple of guys from work, my brother, you know, some of my other friends, they've been there. They've got had their test. They've had the results by like two o'clock the next day. Mm -hmm. And I'm still sitting there ringing work Friday going, I still haven't had my results yet. I'm really sorry. I don't want to risk it just in case. I had to ring them on Saturday to get my results. I wasn't happy. No, I can imagine. Well, this is the way it is. I think if, if everyone gets deathly ill, and the, the, the symptoms are, it's like half the symptoms of a regular cold and cough can also be gone yeah. through COVID. So it's like, well, when do you go, oh, it might be more than a cold and cough and go and, and see? Exactly. So it is frustrating. But uh, touch wood, we haven't got it yet. Dolphin Star have and had it and cleared. So they're good. It's okay. Um, I was just touching wood. My my next um booster is in in January, I think. Like I have mine, 
I've got a booking for my flu shot as well. I'm, I'm basically going to just ring up my local pharmacy and I'm saying that surgery can't fit me in, can you? <clears throat> yeah, might as well. We had our flu jabs at work. Mm. They booked it and paid for it all for us. Well, I think we're mine. I get mine free because I'm asthmatic, so... I should, yeah, I shouldn't have to see, I, I don't. Or if I do, it'll be like the twenty, <coughs> the, the nine pounds something standard. Yeah, which will be fine. I don't, I don't mind paying if I get it, and it it stops me from fucking feeling like death over winter. No. But um... well, my old company, they used to, they'd say if you go and get it, get the, you know, get the receipt and send it in as expenses, and we'll pay you back. That's good. Yeah, you need that kind of thing. And I think that's the problem that people are going to have to learn, and especially the government are going to have to learn. They're going to have to be very, very good at keeping us all sweet while we have to have these lockdowns. Or yeah. they're going to have to go, okay, end of 2021, it's like, all right, everyone who had debt's gone. Debt's gone. Start from yeah. scratch. But they're not going yeah. to do that because whatever there's debt to be claimed, they people owe them money. I think that's the oh, annoying yeah. part. They need to just get together as a world and go, okay, everyone's debt scrub it start again from zero if you need to borrow any money or some it. offers from then onwards then we, we make it oh i would because well i'm not really in any debt at the moment but i definitely wouldn't be in any debt yeah and i wouldn't have to worry about debt because I, there wouldn't be any debt no but yeah you know it's a pipe dream that's never going to happen uh so moving on because we did have a bit of a ramble uh fox uh, fox what I, I read the beginning of the thing of the fox 13 news.com have uh reported this one for and dolph posted it so i'll let him uh go at this one so those were unaware um there was a uh there was a, there was a dolphin in clean water marine aquarium in america uh yeah. The star of a film, Dolphin Tale. She unfortunately, um, she died recently, within the last week. That film that... made me cry. Yeah. So, uh, Winter the Dolphin, who inspired people around the world after losing her tail and become a star in the 2011 film Dolphin Tale, has died at the age of 16. Aww. In the the Clearwater Marine Aquarium said they were treating her for a gastrointestinal infection. Within a couple of days, despite treatments and around-the-clock monitoring, the aquarium said that she took a turn for the worst. On Thursday, as this was last week, a team of experts and veterinarians from across the country had gathered in Clearwater to try and nurse her back to health. However, Thursday even, she wasn't able not to go on and she died just before 8pm. In a tweet, the CMA said, with heavy hearts, CMA have announced tonight that Winter has died at approximately 8pm. As animal care experts from around the country work to treat her gastrointestinal abnormality, the CMA family is devastated. So a bit of history. Um, she first arrived at the CMA Aquarium in 2005 while she was caught in a crab trap line in Mosquito Lagoon that was near Cape Canaveral. At just two months old, she survived, but her tail didn't. She was rescued and sent to the aquarium, and since she was found in December, it only made sense to name her Winter. That year was the start of an inspirational story that touched people across the world. So rather than swimming up and down like a normal dolphin, she was swimming side to side, so kind of like a shark or a fish, but that would cause long-term problems to her spine if they didn't find a solution soon. 
fast forward two years, she was fitted with a prosthetic tail made just for her. Her tail became a comfort to those of all ages who also have prosthetic limbs. That's tail as in a tail, not as in a tail, as in like a tail tail, if that makes sense. As in not as in a tail yeah. of a Where a fuck would be tail. Yeah. Like her tail thing. Yeah. Yeah. It inspired the book Northern Tale and eventually the twenty eleven hit movie which chronicled her recovery story. The sequel of the sequel Northern Tale Two was released three years later. It was perhaps the most poignant part of her tale, a special connection with humans who also with disabilities. Never before had a dolphin without a tail been rehab rehabilitated. Techniques and materials used for her prosthesis tail had since been used to help human amputees. Her story spread across the world and across age groups. Her story brought smiles and tears, especially to those who faced the challenge of prosthetic limbs. Fans from everywhere came to Clearwater to see her, but her many meetings with children and veterans were the most impactful. Uh, Jim Savage, the fisherman who rescued her in 2005, later told Fox 13 that the dolphin was a blessing to his grandniece who had velocardiofacial syndrome. This condition results in heart defects and a poor immune system. She gives us inspiration and to never give up, very savage, niece told Fox 13 during the 2019 visit to the aquarium. And I think that's it. Mm. Yeah, sad story. 16 for a dolphin, though, I think is pretty yeah. good. It's 16 for a dolphin in captivity is pretty good, to be fair. Cause mm. most yeah, especially one without a tail. Yeah. Then she had a better chance of life being in captivity than she would have been thrown back in the ocean. To be fair, because mm-hmm. of two months. Oh yeah, yeah she would have. She, she would have survived. At she all. would have died straight away. Yeah, she'd have been a shark's dinner because she would have been picked out as weak. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I think it is sad that passport. The fact that. Excuse me. Excuse me. The inspiration is uh, definitely there, and it's going to inspire people for years to come. And the, the, also the medical advances that they've yeah. got out of it. Mm. it it's definitely. definitely be, um, I'd like to see that. You know, you want you want to continue. And you want people to know about. Yeah. So that's cool. Unlike. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen to Hope though. The other dolphin they rescued. Because these two were very close. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's gonna be sad, very sad. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do have very human-like emotions. Well, they they are just as intelligent as us, if not probably more intelligent than us. That's, yeah. It's kind of hard to gauge really what you define as intelligence with. Anyway, it turns. Exactly. Yeah. Because dolphins have been known to, you know, use tools to fish. They've been known to. Yeah. Rush river banks to put fish on the um, on the uh, on the on the sand bed and then just pluck them off. Mm. There's like killer whales who are also, yeah, part of the dolphin family. They've been known to create bow waves against um, floating ice, floating um, ice icebergs where seals are to to knock them off. Yeah, it's mm. you know they are in terms of. Intelligent, yeah, very intelligent in terms of an animal aspect well, for, for problem solving as well and on the fly thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very good. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not stuff that we would teach them. It's oh. things that they kind of figure out for themselves and work out, and then they go, "Ah, like, 
Mm -hmm. could do this instead. Yep. Um, and they go on to teach that to their children, and then their children teach their children, but also their own aspect of this is what we've learned, but this is how we've perfected it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. It's kind of the whole thing of like monkey see, monkey do, isn't it? In a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Except it'll be dolphin see, dolphin do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, shall we get into the gaming then? Yeah, segue slowly into the gaming. So, uh, I think it was N7 day recently. Usually around about the 7th of November, I think, is when it comes out, I think, if I remember rightly. Uh, so, they released a new Mass Effect poster on Twitter. <clears throat> and it's got a... I think it's that fucking exploring craft from Mass Effect um, Andromeda. Yes. Yeah. But then also it has like a, a crater in that that looks kind of like a geth. Yeah, I was going to say it looks kind of gethy. Mm. And then underneath it says Mass Effect will continue. And so I think... is this going to continue? Is this going to um, be a prelude to how Andromeda went on? Or is it going to be after Andromeda? I, I reckon they're going to just sweep Andromeda under the fucking carpet because no one liked it. I didn't like it. I didn't even I would like to think game. so. And I the, hated it. And the fact no. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think, regardless of the engine you chose at the end of 3, Shepard is still alive. Yeah, well, if you get yeah, if you get a high enough rating, you do see him move, or her move at the end. Mm. So, it's it's um, not. I played. I did the. I did the end synthesis option at the end because I had enough high enough war score to get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I went with fuck him, kill them all. So <laughs> destroy. Yeah. I think I as well. It's like no, get are not being great. I think I individually had three options, didn't you? Um, destroy, control, and synthesis. Then I think they had the fourth option. Was like, nah, fuck mm. it. Well, yeah, it was like destroy them, uh, bond with them, or uh, or broke a piece with them and control them. And then the fourth one was like, fuck you. I'm I don't want to choose, which is a choice. Mm, just refuse. Yeah. And then, then everyone the goes down swinging. It's like so brilliant. Yeah. And it's like, everyone went down swinging, but some of us survived. And then here we are again, with the cycle going around again, with the the knowledge of before, blah, blah, blah. But I, I want them to pick up Shepard, dust him off, and go, okay, it's been five yeah, years, yeah, or whatever. They give it a canon ending. Because yeah. wherever there's been multiple choices, they have then later on in sequels gone, no, this is the canon ending. So like GTA 5, for instance, the canon ending is the Blitz play ending where you don't kill one of the other two characters you play as, but you instead turn it on the people that um, like told you to kill these guys or else, and you just kill all those guys and then just get on with it. That's the... Um... That's the Death Wish option, isn't it? Oh, the Death Wish. Why did I say Blitz play? Wait, yeah, option C. A was like Michael, B was Fra uh, Trevor. Trevor. And then C was, fuck it, do it our way. But apparently, because Lamar, the voice actor of Lamar, he actually was going to be a playable character. He has got lots of lines of dialogue, and the NPCs will interact with him if you uh, mod his skin into the game. Because the game recognises it's Lamar. So you can actually have interactions with people and that that would be 
more well are in line with other Mars character and he even said that he was going to do more but because of like all the obligations he could only do so much of the the voice acting and stuff before uh the end that's why he kind of disappears how he does in the in this like the game you'll get so far in and then he just kind of like bows out you don't he really just see him again goes to the wayside mm. you still see him walking around though or not really no i don't think you even see him walking around i think he just disappears and then and then he returns in like gta online as um like if you want someone a bounty put on someone or a hit sent like a, a mugger or something you ring him and he has like those connections um well, yeah, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send this guy to go ice this form or something. Mm. But like the other ending, the fourth ending would have been you kill Franklin, and then Lamar takes his place for the rest of the game, or as playable afterwards. Yeah, but uh, don't you go and see these guys as Franklin anyway? Yeah, so, I, I think unless you had an option to go see these guys as um, Trevor or. <clears throat> well, no, I, what I think it'd be is probably Franklin would be like, nah, fuck you, I'll go and do it myself. And then alienates Trevor and, and Michael, or Trevor and Michael get the visit as well. And Trevor and Michael stick together, and rather than Franklin going, hey, we work together, we do it as a team, he goes, nah, fuck you, it's everyone for themselves. And then Trevor and Michael just gang up on him and kill him. Because that's the thing, you, you team up with one of the others, depending on who you pick to kill. And if you don't pick any of them and pick the guy who said kill one of these two or else, you then work as a three-man team to kill all these others. So, and I've never picked any of the other endings, by the way. I've always picked work as a team, three-man team, fuck them up, get them killed. Finish the game off strong, all characters live. Uh, Death Wish. <laughs> and that's, that's the canon ending. And I think with Mass Effect, the canon ending will be uh, they'll destroy everything, but some of the guests survive somehow. And um, I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't that all depend on what happened in your choice in three? Because the Quadrant no. fleet do a number of the um, gift fleet if you didn't have a high enough um, rating with the Quarians. Yeah, I, but like I said, I think what they'll do is they'll give it a definitive this is how it went down. And this is how it ends, how Mass Effect 3 ended. Because Mass Effect 1 had a definitive ending, Mass Effect 2 had a definitive ending. Mm -hmm. 3 had the only one you had the option was yeah. 3. The one thing that annoyed me though was um, regardless if you punched Conrad or not, he will still act as if you did fucking deck in 1 and 3. Mm. Which I, that kind of annoyed me. I was like, wait, hang on, I didn't fucking deck you. But okay. This is, my, this is my Paragon ship. This is my Paragon ship. Uh, I fucking bitch ship. Yeah, can can an ending? He he put he decked him. <laughs> no, I fucking didn't. He probably um, decked him. Yeah. That's probably that's probably the gift wearing my uniform, Shepard Commander. But I, I I reckon that what they'll do is it'll be like what you did destroyed just the gates and the Reapers. <clears throat> and then everything else survived and then they figured out how to do FTL without the Mass Effect relays or reverse engineered mm. a new version of the Mass Effect relays because Mass Effect like sorry kind of like a warp gate yeah because the Mass Effect relays were found they weren't made 
but there was what a hundred years yeah. of uh, research done on them, so it wouldn't be beyond yeah. realms of fiction to get like a ten year jump, have an older shepherd, and be like, okay, we just got the warp gates back, uh, we got the mass relays working, but they're only like short range. See, uh, that's quite, we need to patrol. That's quite plausible because if you remember from the, I think Captain Anderson made a mention of it in the second one. Say when they found the beacon on Mars, it's accelerated their tech by a couple of hundred years. Yep. So that'd be quite yeah. be quite plausible. And the fact that they were, were also doing Reaper tech research and all sorts in the the years up to the yeah. the big fuck you to everything. But I'd I'd love to see Shepard come back. Ooh. <laughs> And then maybe uh, maybe Joker as well. I don't, I don't I don't see really how anyone but Chuck could make it back. And then yeah. the fact that like they destroyed the fuck out of the, the place they were in, and it was over Earth. Like yeah, it could it could have conceivably crashed down him survive or her survive. Um. And it would be cool just to be like, oh, we found you, we nursed you back to health, it took you this long to get back to health, here's your character's creation screen, here's your class screen. Doing like your medical fitness could be the intro to it. And then them going, hey, so, you did all these missions before, uh, unfortunately, you had to choose this, this is how it ended. Um, you don't remember doing it this way, maybe, but this was how it went down. Because then you could say, well, your choices in the other game, you did choose differently, but this is not how it went down. You were yeah. being messed with and you thought you'd done a different thing when what you really did was this. Yeah. It would annoy some people, but I it would give them an open to do more Shepard and more open stuff. Yeah, but if they do bring back Shepard, I still want them to be... You know, I still want Mark, Mira and Jennifer Hale to voice Shepard. Oh, yeah. Still want to... Jennifer Hale is Femme Shep was my shepherd. She's 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 fucking brilliant. Yeah. She also voices um little um bit of trivia here. She also voices Astrid in The Long Duck. She voices and she also voices um Mackenzie as well in the Long Duck, the male. Mm. Yeah. And I, f- I need to quickly check it in. Jennifer um, Hale has a lot of voice credits. I think she's in Saints Row Three as well. As a female boss and four. Yep, I'm just trying to. F- uh, they recently they recently um released uh, episode four for um the Long Dark and the convict you find. I'm trying to think what his fucking name is now. Um, basically, he's the voice. He's the same guy. He does. Uh, the guy's name is Mathis, but he's the is the voice he does him is the same guy who did um, Adam Jensen from. Um... I didn't ask for this. Yeah, pretty much. Adam Jensen from. Um... Fucking hell! Um... Christ, help! <laughs> Can't think. Uh, Deus Ex. There you go. Fucking hell! That took me too long. That took me long enough for it. I fucking do. Long. Right, I'm looking up the uh, the voice cast. <laughs> Oh, oh, Laura Bailey was the uh, voice actor for for Saints Row. I thought it was fucking Jennifer Hale. Damn. Also, uh, while I remember, there's another voice actor that you might remember. Go on. In the long, 
uh, in episode two, I think it is. Uh, the guy, you meet this uh, hunter, and the guy who voices him is um, Solid Snake. David Hayter. That's the one. Mm. I was listening. I was listening. To it. It, took, it took me a moment to click. I was like, "He sounds so vast." I recognised that voice. And I was like, "That's not fucking Solid Snake, is it?" And it actually was. <laughs> no. Yeah, just um, David Hayter, IMDb. Filmography. Where's the gameography? Come here, you bastard. Well, I mean, if you just IMDb filmography, it'll do all, all like cast. It'll do all of it. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect. They've got. To, they've, they've got to move away from Andromeda. They've got to leave Andromeda alone. Nobody likes Andromeda. It's a big hot steaming turd. Yeah. And the Mass Effect remasters that came out, everyone liked those. So they'd be like, hmm, maybe people want more Shepard. The fact that it sold really well. It's like, yes, we do. So, hey, guess what? More Shepard. Get him back. Get them back. You brought him back from the dead in two. Why couldn't you do it in four? <laughs> um, I also like the, the fact that there was the indoctrination theory, which was in one and was kind of in the background all the way through till 3 where 3 went nah it's bollocks but it could have been one of those things mm. where you could literally do a recap of 3 and then be like okay uh, but you were under the control of the reapers but you didn't know so when you See? did your choice you chose a different choice than what you thought you did and destroyed them See, one of the theories I read online which is quite plausible you know, it's not quite an indoctrination theory, but it's a case of, uh, if you remember, um, at the start of the first one, you re-interact with the first Prothean beacon. Yeah. And then you you wake up in the medical bay and your doctor, is it uh, Chakwas, is it? Yeah. She says, um, your REM shows signs of intense dreaming. A lot. Of, one of the fan theories I've read is when oh, you yeah. interact with your beacon, you're basically just, it's a massive big dream. You're still stu- you're still on Eden Prime, but you're just completely comatose. Mm. It's a massive dream. Mm. Uh, the other one... And you basically just imagine, the ho- you basically dreamt the whole entire Mass 1, 2, and 3. That's <laughs> it, 1, 2, and 3 story. That would be such a bastard, though, if you got to that and woke up and it's like, Mass Effect 4, <gasps> I'm on Eden Prime, what the fuck? Um, Can you imagine? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that'd be such a head fuck. Um, the other one is that Marauder Shields, the final boss of the game, um, who was there to stop you from getting the shit endings, um, when he shot you, you you don't you carry you like stumble forward and carry on. Uh, that was you in your brain taking over as you died, and that was like the final moments of your life was you bleeding out on Earth and. The Reapers did their things and fucked everything up. But Shepard's brain went to a happy place or a, 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 an ending and finished the fight, even though mm. um, basically they, they were bleeding out on the floor after Marauder Shield shot him. Because you can't avoid Marauder Shield shooting you either. He, he will shoot you and um, you are... You can still dispatch him in that, but it's like he, he can technically kill you. But he will always at least shoot you once. So, 
We have a star now, by the way. Hey. Hello. She's done what she needed to do in the background with oh. her um, head pods in. Well, we'll move out of the Mass Effect stuff then. Uh, so, Games Master's coming back. We already talked about it, and we talked about the hosts. We now know who the Games Master is. It's Trevor McDonald. Tre what? Yeah. Trevor McDonald is going to be the new Games Master. What the actual? Well, the... <laughs> oh, was it? I can't remember the guy's name who did the original one. But he, he died, didn't he? So he, like, there's no bringing him back for that, unfortunately. Wasn't Trevor, yeah, but yeah. Trevor McDonald! Wasn't he a um, ITN newscaster? News at, news at 10. ITN with Trevor yeah. McDonald. Yeah. I think that'll work, though, because he is very taut, very curt. Very it's going to be snippy. so strange, though. He, is, he, does, he also seems very non-gamey as well. Yeah, I, I imagine they'll they'll prep him and be like, tonight on News at 10, I mean, Game Master. <laughs> I, I want them to make a joke about that, but the, the problem well, I, is that Dominic Diamond... <laughs> There's no Dominic Diamond though, unless he's like guests and they've just not put him in. I think him coming back though, but it, it was it was very like laddish culture back then, so there was lots of sexual innuendo and objectifying of women and stuff because it was the early nineties, uh, like early to mid nineties when it came out, and his character was very hey, we're one at lads, but it would be cool to have him around. Even if they do tone him back completely from doing all that. That's if he wants to come back as well. But, um... It'd be interesting to see how it comes along. I, I'm not sure when it's coming out on E4. But it's coming out on E4, which is a UK uh, channel. <clears throat> For those who are in different countries and actually have heard of Games Master and want to see what they're doing with the reboot. I think, I think it's out very recent. I think it's out very, very soon. Yeah, it's by the end of the year, definitely. Um, it's projected for... Is that December, I think? Oh, no, I'm not going to tell anything. I didn't actually look it up. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Click. Uh, this was from PCGamer.com as well, so... So it's twenty three years it was off the screens for. Well, it's it's launched an E four channel on November twenty first, and it'll come to the TV channel further down the line. So you can see it first on YouTube from November twenty first. So that's what next week or something. Uh, like five uh, days. Sunday. Thought, yeah. yeah, Sunday. A Sunday. Ooh. Yeah, because the twenty third is Tuesday next week. And that's my birthday. Oh. Ah, happy birthday for Tuesday. <laughs> Fuck, now he needs to find something for Bob for birthday. No, don't be daft. Bugger. Um, She's mm -mm. not a spy killer, so you can't send her a whole entire box of um, party rings. <laughs> yeah. Well, Spark oh, is okay. <laughs> well, I don't think Bob's got the same kind of hard-on for party rings as Sparky does. I think Bob's more okay. of an ice you, gem. You a, are you a scraper or a chomper when it comes to party rings? Um, tough one, isn't it? <laughs> I like to suck them. 
<laughs> so option three, I didn't fucking mention. <laughs> I would. Oh, uh, you're sucking. Yep. No surprise. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Yes, mate. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. No, not yesterday. Uh, when was it? Monday. Or Tuesday, Monday, I think it was. Uh, the Xbox turned twenty years old, and with that event, they've they've got a making of Xbox, like twenty years of documentary coming out, uh, six part, six hour fucking thing about them making them, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hopefully, so they'll have the Xbox One and all the stupid they did with that, um, mm-hmm. and. They had that. They had like retrospectives. Like, did you know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, was on the stage with Bill Gates when the first Xbox was unveiled, and he was like, "Yes," and here's the Xbox. And he even came back for the 20th anniversary thing, uh, promoting this movie with him and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds that he's in uh, for a competition, and also made the fun of himself that he used to wear a fanny pack or a bum bag if you're English. And he even made fun of you, like how he was dressed and how skinny he was, and how much hair he had. And it's just like he was very like into doing this, and he was very up for doing that, which is really cool. And I think that's awesome that he was so in for just like, yeah, I don't mind coming back and talking about stuff. And it's twenty years, wow. Um, they also then like showed off like all the hype for like the Halo games and stuff like that. Um, and some of the, the things they did like announcing backwards compatibility um, and then they went hey we, the final thing we're going to do with backwards compatibility because they're not doing any more is they said we are going to add 76 new backwards compatible titles for the Xbox uh, backwards compatibility program and those games are in alphabetical order and this is going to take a couple of minutes. <clears throat> 50 Cent, Blood on the Sand. Acres of the Galaxy. Or Aces of the Galaxy. Fuck, we could say that either way, couldn't you? Uh, Advent Rising. Adventure Time, Secret of the Nameless Kingdom. Are you smarter than a fi- uh, fifth grader? Make the grade. Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Burning Earth. Bankshot Billiards, uh, Billiards 2. Beautiful Katamari. Binary Domain. Black College Football Experience, Doug Williams Edition. Cloning Clyde. Conan. Darwinia Plus, Dead or Alive Ultimate, Dead or Alive 4, Dead or Alive 3. Oh, I've got Dead or Alive 3 on Xbox. Yes, I can play that in game. Uh, Death by Cube, Disney Universe, Disney's Chicken Little, Elements of Destruction, Fear 1, Fear 2, Fear 3, Fear Files, uh, The First Templar, Gladius, Gun Valkyrie, uh, Islands of Wakfu, Lego Lord of the Rings, Manhunt, My oh, God. My my three favourite games on this list so far. Max Payne, Max Payne 2 and Max Payne 3. Uh, Mini Ninjas, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat vs. DC. Uh, MX vs. ATV Alive and also Untamed. Nia, uh, Novodrome, Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey. What? Uh, I completely, missed, I completely fucking missed that one. I've got Munch's Odyssey. Uh, one Chambara, Bikini Samurai Squad. That's Bikini Zombie Slaying. Uh, Otogi Myth of Demons Otogi 3 Immortal Warriors The Outfit 
Outpost Kaloki X, Quake Arena Arcade, Raw Realms of Ancient War, Red Dead Revolver, Resident Evil Raccoon City, Ridge Racer 6, Rio Risen Risen 2, Rock of Ages Sacred 2, Scramble, um, Screw Jumper, Secret Weapons Over Normandy, Skate 2, SpongeBob SquarePants Underpants Slam, uh, SpongeBob's True Force Square, Star Wars uh, Starfire Special Edition, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars Clone Wars, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. I've got those two. Switchball, Thrillville, Thrillville Off the Rails, uh, Time Pilot, Time Splitters 2, Time Splitters Futures Perfect, Toy Story Mania, Vandal Hearts Flames of Judgment, Judgment Viva, Viva, Viva Pinata of Party Animals, and Warlords. So, I, I think Viva Pinata. I think Star likes Risen because she remembers me playing that ages ago. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Uh, the problem with Viva Pinata, though, Bob, is you need a spreadsheet to fucking win that. I know. In Risen, you go to this camp and you speak to this guy and say, Are you a blacksmith? He's like, Do I look I spend all day making fucking horseshoes? <laughs> now let me sort out that sword. Ah. Made it like a fucking horseshoe. Oh, yeah. Star, Star has an input in the gaming section. Holy fuck. Ooh, go for <laughs> it, Star. No, just something funny that um, I, I remember. I will quote you if you're wrong, though. Just bear in mind. <laughs> I remember. Um... I was playing, I think, I think I was playing, yeah, that was it. This is going back a while. I was playing Fable with Dolph. And um, this little boy, and this, I think this little boy and an adult or something like that, and yeah. said, um, how, you know, how do I, you know, how do I make friends? And I think someone was like, that person was like, well, just tell them you punch them in the face if they don't be friends, they'll be friends with you. No, I used to love, like, <laughs> the days when Dolph used to play, like, Fate, like. You little, little Billy. Yeah, like Fable and, like, all the classics. I mean, once they all come to backwards compatibility, I can always dig them out and you can play them. Well, Fable 1, 2, and 3 are backwards compatible, I think. Later, yeah. Dolph? Uh, I, I, I think I've got um, Fable Anniversaries anyway, so that should be on the 360. It's actually backwards compatible. Mm. So I'll tell you the annoying part about the backwards compatibility stuff, right? I have Max Payne 1 and 2 on my Xbox 360 downloaded, installed, and everything. They're not showing up in my library on the on the One, on the One X, on the Series X. Uh, yeah, you, you, I think you'll have to um, dig up your 360 and delete them, re-download them, so they appear in your, that's appear in your library. That's what I had to do with um, a couple of my old games, especially for, um, I think it was like Feeding Frenzy and a few others, and Bejeweled. Fuck's sake. Alright, cool. I had to date them off my old console, the old 360, and re-download them on the 360 for them to appear on my games list. Also, he- heads up, heads up, um, Loz, Dolph is a cheat. How? <laughs> Because what when when I when when I was playing again when I was playing I think it was Worms with him, and um, I was going for a car and he's like you do know you shoot yourself right I was like, what? <laughs> I was going through me I was going for me because I thought that well, that was Dolph. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the case case of traitor would be a clear indication. <laughs> traitor. You didn't tell me. Traitor. Yeah. The worms are telling you traitor. I thought that was or, an accident. I thought that was an accidental hit, so they were saying traitor, that's why. Oh, right, and so the fact that it was calling you a nutter was also an indication. Yeah, accidental. <laughs> nutter. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not like... I mean, like, there's lots of games that I do like. Mm. But yeah, it's... um. 
It's cool that they did that, but unfortunately that does now mean there are no more. Nothing else is going to be coming to it. But that's because like licensing and stuff is really hard to get <clears throat> for some of the older games. Especially if they've got like licensed music and stuff in them. Oh, yeah. So it's cool that they've done that and they've, they've kind of put it to rest now. I did have a look through the, uh, the other list the other day and I'm still quite happy that Jade Empire is on there as well. Yeah. One of the better um, RPGs that uh, Bioware did back before Mass Effect. Hmm. Well, um... basically, it's kind of um, it was very kung fu based. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you have different fighting scores, and you go down it. Then you could do like Will of the Elements, and then I think there was one point when you left the first area, slight spoilers. You could learn, you could learn drunken style. Which is very interesting. Nice. And you can flip between your main style and a like a secondary style on the fly. That's cool. So I'll tell you what also is cool. Uh, sticking with the 20th anniversary thing that they did. They were, they had like the Halo team and 343 and Joe Staten who was one of the original Bungie writers for Halo. And they're like, mm-hmm. hey, we've been here for 20 years now and it's like, great. We like, thank you all for playing our games and stuff. We love you all. And uh, pass it over to the, the multiplayer guy. And the multiplayer guy's like, so, you know, you guys have been playing the tech previews and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like punching the desk at this point. Like, tell me you're releasing it today. Because there were rumors that they were releasing the multiplayer element today. Uh, like that day. I'm like, tell me you're releasing it today. Punching, 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 punching my uh, my thing. And it like reloaded the thing. And it's like, so, and I missed the thing where it's like, today, you can download it. And I'm like, and everyone's going, yes, get it downloaded. So they released Halo Infinite's multiplayer suite, which is free to play for everybody, by the way. It's not just uh, part of the campaign anymore. The campaign is paid for, and I have pre-ordered it, and I am waiting for it to come out next month so I can do more of Master Chief and the whole Halo universe, because I fucking love that stuff. So Um, the free to play, then? Yeah, multiplayer is free to play. Um, There is the premium pass uh, and stuff. It's really good. I really, really like uh, how it is. There, there's some very big patches need to be done, though. Like uh, the assault rifle, which in previous Halo games is okay up close and is a, a good starting weapon. Um, but I'm getting cross-mapped by this fucking thing, and it does a lot of damage, and it shouldn't be cross-mapping and doing a lot of damage. It's very much a, a short-range, full-auto, get-the-fuck-out-my-face weapon. What they could do to uh, negate that is um, have um, damage drop off over distance. Then I think they do, but it doesn't seem to be like. Well, they need to, they need to increase the um, severity of a distance. Then uh, I, I said that, like they need to either increase the time to kill with it, or nerf the range because <clears throat> I or even reduce the damage per shot. Yeah, I, I stuck my head out in a game we played last night, and the guy was relatively close, but still, I like the range of it drop off being a thing and he took in like a half a second burst not even a full like half a second he took three quarters of my shields and i was using a br which is four bursts to the head which will kill you in, in the game it's one of the most precise and quickest ways to kill somebody unless you have a sniper rifle i'm getting outdone by people with ars running at me because of that and it's like mm, that shouldn't be how it works there's this like seasoned Halo 3 player that's like, this doesn't feel right. It's like a new brush on steroids. Um, 
So like, I've been bitching quite publicly on Twitter about that and saying, please, look at the AR. It shouldn't be cross-mapping people. It should not be cross-mapping people. Not like that. <clears throat> and then also, the big one that everyone's kicked off about <clears throat> is um, the Battle Pass. So the Battle Pass is running until May 2022, this first season. That's quite a fucking season, to be fair. Six months. Yeah, six months. But the progression of these 100-level Battle Pass is, like, monolithically slow. I've played about 12 hours of the game. I think I'm only just at level 6 on the Battle Pass. Oof. And you have to... Basically, you don't get any experience for playing matches or getting kills or objectives or doing things like that where you would do in Fortnite. Like Fortnite, you get a small amount of XP for, uh, like looting or eliminations or so many people are alive destiny as well you, you do certain things you get small amounts of experience with everything you do yeah um whereas this it's like do challenges get like 100 150 50 experience and that goes towards the bar now from what i can tell the xp bar is only a thousand xp but Excuse if me? you're really bad at the game and you don't get any kills and you don't do any of these daily or weekly challenges you can potentially never upgrade this battle pass ever never get past it <clears throat> and it, it was what eight pounds for the battle pass that's not too bad that's just quite cheap no, it's not bad <clears throat> um but you can't progress in it then it's kind of a waste of eight pounds yeah it's, it's it's quite a slow progression and i think if they're trying to keep it so when they get to may they have like the new battle pass and they might change the stuff on it but mm. the the immediate thing they could do now is double the XP for the rewards, or give you a flat hundred XP per completed game or something like that. Well, so even they did like um, double experience where you can. <clears throat> um, well, there are like double experience chips which are like half an hour of double experience. But then again, you have to complete the challenges to get the experience. So if you do, don't expect to get those challenges. And don't use your booster. Yeah, but you can't use a booster until you before you until you like waiting on the menu to enter yeah. the match. There's a catch-22 kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, do I waste this and not get the thing? It's, I feel like they, they definitely... Then they, they Honestly, they've already said that they're going to look at it because there's so many people are going, this is not gr great. Uh, there's the fucking Oliver meme already going around where like a level 2 Battle Pass guy goes like, please, sir, can I have more? And then 343's like, more? <laughs> more? And then he runs away, and this is like, yeah, that's exactly what it's like at the moment. But that's the thing is, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and the it's been three days now. This is the third day of Halo Infinite being released uh, for multiplayer, and they're saying like, anything you need to tell us about, anything you think's wrong with it, any any comments, any criticisms, let us know. And everyone's like, the fucking battle pass is too slow on progression. So. They definitely said they're going to look into that. I think the other minor grumble is the customization at the moment. It's quite bland. It was early days yet, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And we don't know if when the actual campaign element comes out, that will unlock more customization if you own the campaign area. But so far, I've not seen my Mark V helmet. I've not seen my face in the game. Because that's my face when I play Halo. Good old Mark V. 
I haven't seen my face. I'm worried that I'm going to have to pay for that fucker again. Because I had to pay for it in Halo 4. I had to pay for it in Halo 5. And my fucking god, if they make me pay for it again, there's going to be so much effing and jeffing while I buy that thing. Because I will buy it because it's my face. But fuck if I won't be angry about it again. So you're going to do a you're gonna do a mutley, are you? Fucking, 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 fucking. So, um, yeah. It's good. It's, it's very good. Just They need to look at the AR and make sure that's not cross-mapping fucking people. And they need to also then look at um, the Battle Pass. And there's also a weird glitch they know about, which is going to get patched out, where if your primary weapon runs out, and I've had it happen to me, which really pissed me off, and you switch to your secondary, there's a, a glitch where you will just switch back to your primary and start reloading, even though you pulled out your secondary. So, oh, that, yeah. That's oddly specific. Mm. They said they know about that one. It, it was a bug they couldn't fix at the time. And it's a, it's a very rare but known bug, and a lot of people have found it, including myself. Because I was like, why the fuck have I brought this one back out? And I'm like, trying to reload in front of this guy, and I'm like, I'm fucking dead. Screaming at the fucking TV. Literally, for the next week or two while I play Halo Infinite, if you join the party, I'm going to be loud and obnoxious. Because that's how we play Halo. And I'm screaming like, kill him! Fucking kill him! Fucking kill him! Get him! Fuck him! Kill him! And screaming at, like, whoever if I get down. That's already. That's great. <laughs> me, and, me and Kev are in our element with that. I love it. Uh, speaking of, like, the nostalgia feel um, and things that may happen. <laughs> <clears throat> so, remember how the... Uh, Xbox Live Arcade had a, a, a running, working version of GoldenEye 007, uh, like, remastered. But yeah. Yeah, so the news is that maybe that version or a remaster version for the Switch could come out next year. Hmm. And this is from uh, RetroDodo.com and they're saying, like, it could be out as early as, as 2022. And it's like, well, how have we come to this conclusion? Uh, and they're like, did uh, we get some coded message sent by Canister via Bond himself? Did Trevelyan spill the beans getting drunk one evening? It's like, no, that would have been awesome. As always, they've been scouring the internet and taken a virtual trip to Germany for this top secret information. And it's like everything they know about going on Switch. Um... Apparently, a Eurogamer Germany report uh, might have said about something. Because they said that the the shooter is no longer banned in Germany. Because it was. It was on banned. <coughs> uh, Do we know why it was banned in Germany? Couldn't be sold to miners. <laughs> and okay. then. then does it the, buy it, though, does it? Uh, the, uh, well, yeah, well, it's, it's banned because it, it could be sold to miners. And then they've had to put at the bottom that small children, not people with lamps on their heads and pickaxes. <laughs> but the, like, so, what does that mean? Why? Why is everyone like, "Ooh"? And it's like, well, with that being unbanned in Germany, they said that that could also make it a bit more likable for it coming out. Um. And they, they did have that, the 360 version of it. But um, they said that it could either come out on that Nintendo online subscription plus thing as a Nintendo 64 uh, game. 
or it could come out as like a standalone HD version um, that came out. Uh, well, it was going to come out on the arcade because apparently one of the problems they had with that version of it that was meant to come out on the Xbox Live arcade was uh, there was, I think it was like Lions Gate or Metro Golden Mayor. I can't remember who it was. Metro Golden Mayor. Um, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Rare all saying, "Well, we all have a stake in this because we've all put into this." Because Microsoft owned Rare. Um, did the the remake, didn't they? the HD remake? Yeah, and they said yeah. that there was a, an argument over that, like getting it like brought out, and that's why the HD remake got shelved. And then I think Activision got the 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 rights for Bond and did uh, a reimagining called GoldenEye 007 Reloaded which was like a, a modern day retelling of it so it missed the, the mark on all of it sort of thing with all the decent ones <clears throat> um, but it's like the arguments over the, the copyright um, of the that HD game that was coming out on the Xbox Live Arcade got like, shelved so they're, they're just basically saying with this ban list coming off uh, and then the we're getting uh, ports of Blood Rain and Blood Rain 2 coming for the Switch there it's was like, a ban wasn't there yeah and they're on ban from Germany as well so that's a good sign <clears throat> yeah so it's like well if those coming out well it could happen <laughs> And they're saying that we can expect a HD... Well, they're wanting to say that the HD version of the original game, not the remake, will be coming. And maybe even online multiplayer. But this is like mostly speculation. But, like I said, with with that Germany removing the off the ban list, I think is a very good sign that they're pushing towards bringing it into... Um, in some form, and if Microsoft go, hey, uh, we still own and still have this shelved version ready to go, you want it? Because <laughs> Microsoft and Nintendo do have that very good relationship as well. Yeah, because the, uh, the cross-play was uh, Minecraft, isn't it? Yeah. So, and, and the fact that they've talked about having Game Pass on the Switch as well. So, I wouldn't be too far from realms of possibility that Microsoft Studios go, hey, uh, we want to give you the remaster of GoldenEye for the Switch, as long as we can bring it out on the Xbox as well. And then they'll be like, go for it! And we're like, go for it! And it's like, yes! And everyone's, yay! And then, nostalgia. Yeah, and then nostalgia the multiplayer, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, the days where you used to play um, as odd jobbers on slappers only. Oh, fuck that. that we, you know the game we played well, was? No, you were a total arsehole if you fucking did that. Well, we did honor rules. Basically, once you were alive, if you got killed and someone was in the same room, they had to leave the room and you ran in the other direction and looked for a gun, and then you came back together. Mm. Um, so it was like, we basically made it illegal to kill an unarmed person. We also had license to kill mode, so it was like literally one shot anyway. Oh, so like golden guns and whatnot. Yeah. Well, it weren't golden guns, but it was like literally the, all the guns did high damage compared to them normally. So it's like two or three shots to put you down. Um, I do remember though with um, Golden Gun mode, you just ha you had a really high chance of just getting sh absolutely just destroyed, but you had a very small chance of surviving a shot from the Golden Gun. Mm. I mean, you're talking like maybe one in fifty, but 
I remember, I do remember numerous times where I used to play the multiplayer, you know, split screen on the N64 where I got yeah. shot by a golden gun a couple of times and it actually didn't kill me. Oh. Uh, but imagine if, if you had, like, multiplayer GoldenEye online, how insane that would be. Hmm. And you could have classic or the reimagined uh, graphics running around like Lunatics. Because I do have the original Goldeneye and the remaster stuff would look great. Just I think that's like on my own. In, the, in the attic as well somewhere, I think. Yep. On my N64, it'll be at my dad's, so I can't even remember. But it's cool that they, um, that this could be a thing, especially with... I really do hope it is. It's, like I said, it's nice to see classics coming back as long as they're done right. Yeah, and that that port that that was going to Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, if you've got a decent PC and an emulator, you can download the files and play it. And people have been playing it, and they said it's exactly how you would imagine the game to look like from your memory. But then when you switch it back to the old original graphics, like fuck, is it ugly? And it'll yeah. run smooth as well. It'll run at its proper frame rate because N sixty four games usually didn't run past twenty or thirty frames. Uh, this will be like thirty to sixty frames, smooth as a baby's arsehole. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just um, reminiscing now of um, the facility level dropping down for the vent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or in our case, when we did, uh, got all the remote mines. Is it Natalia? Is it? Uh, Natalia. Uh, Natalia. That's close. And Xenia. Yeah. Well, we we did it. Uh, so me and one of my mates, we we'd literally go into a room. Uh, in facility, not facility, in library, archive, 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 the one with the library. And we uh, find we find all yeah. the remote mines, stack them as high as it would let us do them against one wall, and then basically induce the, the lowest frame rate ever explosion. Because <laughs> we, we could literally get down to like single digit fucking frames a second because of how much it, the, the console couldn't handle that many explosions and shit. But it was cool. Yeah, the one the one thing we used to do, I used to do was, was split screen, when it was just two players. I, we had this screen peek. Well, we actually got around that actually. We literally we had one person sit on the floor below the TV, mm. and one people person would sit actually up above. But we'd have a little you'd you'd tape a little bit of cardboard to the TV coming out um, horizontally <laughs> down. So you'd have it's kind of like you kind of a little, little kind of little. A box below the TV, so one play one would be above, and player two would be below. And what would you do? In the box, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be literally like, um, okay, play hide and seek, and then you go hide somewhere, and then without screen peek, you got to find them within a minute. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it, it it did bring like a lot of game modes that you wouldn't think. I think was capture the flag in Goldeneye. Uh, I don't know, possibly. I don't think it was in The World Is Not Enough. I don't think it was in that one. I don't know. I, well, that wasn't Goldeneye, though, so I don't care about that. No, no. That was, um, the, world not, what, the, world, the World Is Not Enough was, wasn't a bad one. Mm, but Yeah, but it wasn't Goldeneye. <laughs> no. That's the, the problem with Bond games after Goldeneye is it wasn't Goldeneye. Yeah. And then the problem with Perfect Dark after Perfect Dark, it wasn't Perfect Dark. Mm. But, uh, and yeah. it's also like, with every... With every Electronic device after Doom, can it run Doom? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, enough nostalgia. Let's move on to the uh, the shit sandwich stain of the last section. 
because there's a lot of shit to get through before we finish tonight. Oh yeah. So let me just uh, find the link. So the Activision Bl- Blizzard, fucking hell. Flag Activision Blizzard. Blizzard CEO faces pressure from his employees to step down. And oh, it's actually an update. Hang on. Okay, uh, this is from Kotaku. Uh, calls of Bobby Kotick's resignation intensifies as employees stage another walkout. Okay. Uh, game developer reports that Active Blizzard leadership continues to stand by and battle CEO Bobby Kotick during an all-hands meeting today. Execs also answer pre-screen questions from the employees. So has this changed somewhat since I read this this morning? Uh, the high-ups of Activism Blizzard apparently knew the Wall Street Journal's report was on the way and extended the company's Thanksgiving break in anticipation of the story's publication. Yeah. This also made clear that Activism's new zero-tolerance policy would not extend to Codex's past actions. Surprise, surprise. Uh, a group of shareholders led by a union pension group, the SOC Investment Group, called for the resignation of Activism CEO Bobby Codic and the retirement of two other members of the board of directors, Brian Kelly and R- Robert Morgado. <clears throat> the letter was also signed by a handful of other investment groups, several of which focus on supporting women across various industries. <coughs> While the total shares held by investors calling for Cotex to resign is unknown, any calls for CEO resignations are seen as a very bad sign for the state of the company. It's extremely rare that the interests of labour and shareholders align, which is a testament to just how badly Bobby Cotex has continually fucked up. That actually does say it on the article, just, 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 a, just a heads up. <laughs> Damaging not only his company, but also the lives of dozens of women therein. Social media is aflame with demands that the video game industry exec Bobby Kay resigned from his position as CEO of Active Liz in the wake of reporting from the Wall Street Journal about his own terrible treatment of women. Mm-hmm. Leading the charge are the employees themselves who are planning another walkout today in response to reports of revelations. We will not be silenced until Bobby Kotick has been replaced as CEO and continue to hold our original demand for third-party review by an employee-chosen source, the ABK Workers' Alliance has said. We are staging a walkout today. We welcome you to join us. A source tells Kotaki that over 100 employees have gathered outside the headquarters in Irving, California, demanding his re- Bobby K's resignation. Uh, the hashtag, hashtag FireBobbyKotick is also picking up steam after first being established early this year in response to their other sexual abuse-related legal ways. Many believe this should be the final straw for shareholders, some of whom already think Connick has makes too much money as it is. And he fucking does. Yeah, he fucking does. Fuck that guy. According to the WSJ, uh, Connick has not only ignored and downplayed long-standing harassment against female employees of Active Liz, but was also an active participant in the frat boy culture that led to the oh. state of California to file a lawsuit against the company earlier this year. Shit, that's, that's him fucked. It is said that he has harassed an assistant in 2006, sent her a menacing voicemail message in which he threatened to kill her. Oh, fuck! The matter was settled out of court, and an active Liz rep told the Wall Street Journal that Kotick quickly apologised 16 years ago for the obviously hyperbolic and inappropriate voicemail, and, quote, deeply regrets the exaggeration and tone in his voice mailed to this day. In 2007, he was also accused of firing a flight attendant on his private jet after she told him the pilot of said sexually harassed her. He reportedly told the flight attendant and her lawyers, I am going to destroy you. An allegation he denied th- through a spokesperson, but he eventually settled out of court in 2008 to the tune of $200,000. You don't sell out of court if you're not guilty. Yeah. 
He has more recently taken a pay cut in response to the case of California's lawsuit. That's just uh, a, a trying to appeal to the masses. Look, I'm a good guy. I truly wish not to single. I truly wish not a single employee had had an experience at work that resulted in hurt, humiliation, or worse. And to those who were affected, I sincerely apologise. He said. Yeah, my commitment that we will do everything possible to honour our values and create the workplace every member of this team deserves. Mm. Yeah, I'm not buying that bullshit, to be fair. I mean, it took a pay cut down to 62500 down from, I don't know, almost 900000 per year. Let's see if I can find that. Uh, I did have two articles for this. So what do you want? He went down to 600000 from 900000 No, 62500 so... The max he, the minimum he could um work for under the Californian law that they allow him to. <laughs> what? That's bullshit. There's people on minimum wage going. Excuse me. I was now thousand five hundred down from nine hundred thousand. Yeah, it's a substantial drop, but yeah, but you you still living really fucking for years, and you're still taking. And you made 155 million the year before. You know, it's not exactly a big fucking drop. Exactly, and plus, it's like you've got to imagine that he's not spent all that money. Nine hundred thousand no. pounds. Fuck. You can live off that comfortably with no job for a year and a half, easy, unless you've got a ridiculous twat castle. Okay, um, just quickly from the edition.cnn. Uh, last month, he announced an intention to slash his controversial, sadly. Sadly, fucking hell. Controversial salary of $155 million pay package. He said he uh, wanted to drop his pay to the lowest amount California law will allow until the gaming company fixes issues with gender discrimination and harassment. If the board approves, he will be paid $62,500 per year. Deal. That's probably a lot more than most of his employees are getting anyway. He should be on 30000 a year minimum. Because you could still live by that under Californian law. Because there are people still, living... You still pay all your fines with that as well. Exactly. It's, it's a load of bollocks. It's just... That's why I'm glad that they're trying to get him to fuck off now. It's like, no, no, you, you, it's still causing problems. You're still a problem. You are the problem. Leave. And the fact that he's apparently still a, he's completely um, denying all... Um, d- plausible deniability of, oh, I didn't know this was going on. Yeah, and fuck off. So all these reports these women and staff are putting through that are going to the higher-ups, you didn't know about. Mm. You know, it's... The problem problem is, as much as it may be a good benefit for Koenig to be known of the CEO of Blizzard, given their history, I don't think anyone would would want to work for Blizzard again, despite the um, management change. The damage has been... The other way you get them back now is if they really did show an effort to be a different company. Yeah, that that'll take years, decades even, because <clears throat> the damage has been done. You know, ten, ten, ten years or so of this going on, and you know, just means whoever's the CEO after he's he's got his work cut out or her work <laughs> cut out. Yeah, definitely. They've got to be straight on the ball and pr- pretty much show they can, you know. Reclaim their dignity of sorts. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dignity, oh, so hey, the uh, Grand Theft Auto trilogy definitive edition dropped, and oh boy, did it drop flat on its face! 
Just put it mildly. Uh, so, it's playable. It is nostalgic. But there are lots of bugs. Some of them hilarious. Some of them breaking. Some of them what? Uh, I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of the um the bugs compilations on online. And some of <laughs> funny. Have you seen the the CJ one where he gets on a quad bike, enters first person, and looks backwards? Yes, that's, that's quite fuck me. That is hilarious. Just his frozen face, like staring at you while things go on around him in the background. It's the fucking funniest thing I've watched. I've just I've seen I've seen clips of um CJ walking across the road and from out of nowhere getting twatty by a car doing like Mac five down the road. Yep. Uh there are bridges in San Andreas that don't exist and you just float across the gap. One such one across um down by Mount Chiliad. Across uh-huh. one of the lakes, I believe, or rivers or whatever yep. you want to call it. That's one of them. Um, uh, the draw distance is astronomically <clears throat> large and it shows you really how small the map is in a sense. Yeah, well, there's no, there's no, quote unquote, fog of war, if you like. There's no cloud. There's no mist. But the reason why the fog was in it originally was to tone it down to, to, because it wouldn't, it couldn't render it all. But now it can. It made the game look a lot bigger than it did. Yeah, I think they need to add some atmospheric fog to kind of, not, like, still have the render distance, but give it like a more of a, a larger feel by the the haze maybe. But I, I don't mind the fact that the draw distance is maxed out and you can see everything. Yeah, um, I don't mind, but when you can see everything clearly and think about the, the things in the distance that are very polygoned. Yeah. You know, the... um, yeah, but speaking of, speaking of seeing... Well, um, to... Have you seen some of the clips where you tr- people are trying to drive at night in the rain? Oh, God, I, I have tried driving. GTA 3 is the worst for it, by the way. <laughs> And it's I mean, not as bad in four uh, they, Vice City in San Andreas, but fuck, it's bad in three. They've literally, they've oh. literally put a sprite of rainfall in front of the backdrop, which will be your um, well, which will be the actual game, wouldn't it? Yeah. So basically, if you look straight up, there's like a cone of rain around you in a certain like uh, radius. Yeah. Apparently, modders have already fixed it, so that's not a problem anymore. But yeah, but they don't. <clears throat> They, they um pretty much um did season desist on, wasn't they? Yeah, but they they literally said uh, that like some people are getting headaches and shit from it because it's it's that bad. Emotion. I think some people are saying we've got motion sickness as well. Mm. My problem with it is that the rain is very very like white. It needs to be more like opaque. It doesn't need to be as solid as it is. It doesn't <clears> need to be. It have to be as bloody. Heavy. Yeah, and it's all literally just coming straight down. There's no like effect of like sideways rain or anything. There's no like giving any definition to the rain. It's just coming down. You see the puddles splashes on the floor, it, and it is like it's like you are in a rectangle of this rain, because the draw distance of the rain only goes out so far. The the rain only seems to exist so far around you. It's like. In the Truman Show, where that fucking rainstorm happens, and he moves to one side and it stops, and then it comes over and rains on him again. It's, that's how I feel the rain is on GTA, on this on this remake. <clears throat> but um, they've also fucked up like an area at the top of the starting map on GTA Three where you fall through the world because there's no collision there. It is just a field, but it's like they didn't test that, so you just fall straight down into the tunnel below. 
and it's just like the game even doesn't know where you are for a second and kind of loses you and then just dumps you in the tunnel so if you want to like grind uh some stunt bonuses and for money you just drive into that gap and fall into the tunnel all the time have you seen some of the other clips online as well um especially at the end of especially with the um quote unquote end mission cutscenes when you're talking to sweet Oh, you know, just, 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 just get randomly get you just gets randomly gets run over and you get get, get mission failed. Oh, no, I've seen that. Yeah, I'll see if the fucking <clears> see <throat> later. But it's just like one of the first missions where you um you go out and do your bit for the hood, as it were. Yeah, you know, you, you do all the um <coughs> the the family handshake, shall we call it, without sounding too um distinctive. Mm. It's like. You know, like the the, like, yeah, the the brotherly handshake, and it's like, yeah, car comes down, splat, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, but um, it is kind of <clears throat> like the whole as a whole, the game is kind of like uh, it's like there are some really weird issues in the game. Like, Vice City Lance Fancer's old model appears when he's dressed in a cop uniform for one mission. It's not the new one. Some of the new models look really weird. Some of them look really good. Um, and then the other story we've got about the GTA trilogy, uh, the hot coffee mode, uh, that got them into so much shit where you could take your girlfriend home and have a sex mini game with her in San Andreas. The code still exists in the game, but it cannot be enabled currently. That's not the only thing they found, was it? They also found, um, developer notes and a few other things <laughs> in the code. They still need Did to... Not- Oh, develop a commentary. Yeah. I, I feel like they're going to be doing uh, several passes at this game until they make it right. IGN well, gave it 5 out of 10 and just went disappointing. Well, have you, have you seen the Metacritic score for it currently? Oh, it's like 0. 0.4 or something like that. It's about 0. 0.4 on PC and they can't play the game yet because they got it's been fucking pulled. Yeah. So I read you the uh, Nintendo Life thing about the hot coffee issue. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so it's fair to say that the launch of the definitive edition hasn't gone according to plan. Uh, first, many players took issue with some of the alterations made for the remastered games. Then Rockstar was forced to remove the PC version to strip out data files which were left in by accident. Uh, let's see if that leads anywhere because they've got left in by accident. Uh... Oh, someone's buzzing. And Bob's on charge. Uh... Okay. He's been on charge all night. It's the only time I just picked it up, that's all. Oh, yeah, come on, okay, it's oh, fine. It so did yeah, the, this last time, though, didn't it? Yeah, so the PC version had all the cut music still, but they just disabled it. <laughs> so the, it was just... They weren't removed, they were just skipped. So the, all the original music files were still in the fucking game. So all the ones they didn't have license for, they've had to take out. <clears throat> and then, to make matters worse... Um, Buyers are now clamoring for refunds. I'm probably going to keep them because they will get better over time. Uh, it would seem that there are other files included in the game that also might be removed at some point. As data miners have discovered, the infamous hot coffee code is still in the game, although it's worth noting it doesn't seem like it's actually possible to enable it in the definitive edition. Well, give modders some time, they'll get it sorted, won't they? Oh, exactly. <clears throat> in case you're unaware, the hot coffee was a naughty minigame uh, hidden in the 2004 original release of San Andreas. <laughs> which contained uh, mature content. 
The game wasn't accessible at launch, but the mod was released for the PC version, which granted access. Following this, it was discovered that the same assets were present in the console version, and the modders will clearly enable those versions too. GTA has always been something of a touchy topic for mainstream media, but the hot coffee uh, took that frosty relationship to an entirely new level. Rockstar eventually released an update as a version uh, of the game of the hot coffee moved and patched uh, for the original release. Because there are copies of the disc out there. Because this was before you did uh, console online updates. This was like, oh yeah, give us that disc back and here's a new one. Sort of thing. Because they record them all. So there are people who have got those uh, moddable discs with the code still. Um, they got my San Andreas disc, to be fair. It might be. It well, depends. I, I, I can't remember what they said you can look for. There's like literally a code number on the thing. That tells you what version it is. Um, I'll have to go look at it at one point. Uh, not tonight, obviously, because it's. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was also hit with legal action for the mini games in initial inclusion. Rockstar's parent company, Take Two, decided to settle the class action lawsuit with the Federal Trade Commission by paying $20 million in 2009. Back then, that was a lot of money. That was a lot of money, yeah. Uh, Grove Street Games, the company that handled the new versions of GTA. Uh, things, uh, things, yeah, because they're not really games, really. They, yeah. <clears throat> have responded to criticism with its own CEO and owner Thomas Williams saying that updates are on the way. I feel like this was another COVID hit this, and people kept pushing and 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 pushing, and they went, "Fuck it, just get it out." No, I, kind of doubt that to be fair, because there's there is reports about. Well, I don't know the legitimacy behind them, but these same problems people are seeing in this game are the same problems from the mobile versions. Mm. So if one in San Andreas, if you fell from a height and landed in the water, originally you would drop through the surface and you'll sink down a little bit. Yeah, You don't do that on the definitive edition. You just hit the water and you suddenly stop. <laughs> There's uh, one I saw today compared to the original the uh, PlayStation 2 slash possible 360 version I'd say I'd say if it was on it I can't actually remember when you used to shoot a windshield out this, the windshield would actually shatter and break into large chunks mm -hmm. doesn't do that on the definitive it just disappears well do, do you want me to read out the, the tweets that the guys put out from the CEO so it's, it. it's so fun to see players out there really enjoying what we've put together for them I'm honestly Fun. enjoying this unparalleled level of scrutiny of our studio. Today we are celebrating our monumental project launch while we work on updates. Uh, as uh, That's very fucking sarcastic. Yeah. In a previous tweet, Williamson seemed to explain the weight of the situation and pressure the team was under while delivering the definitive edition. As our ages, what was at the time a mistake becomes an homage, it becomes history. Its preservation is important. Hand shoots first, one small step for man. Some mistakes should be rectified and some should be preserved. Uh, being on the designing end is a heavy responsibility. I don't think people are suggesting that all the graphics have been AI upscaled. Mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's, 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 I can't remember the actual shot, but it's um, originally in the original version, it says the taste of a man's meat. So to do with uh, hot dogs or 
Oh yeah, the AI upscaled a lot of those assets, so it now says the taste of a man's heat. Yeah, there's another one with a big donut and a and a, some sort of nut next to it. It looks more like a like a cylindrical circle. Yeah, like a washer. It's meant to be a bolt or a nut. I forget. But yeah, the general consensus right now behind this quote-unquote definitive edition is the reception has been very lukewarm. Mm. And that's putting it kind of mildly. I'm I'm liking being able to play them again with like a, an update. I'm not happy of the state of the game. It's 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 like it seems to be now the cyberpunk model of releasing things. It works to a fashion. Get it out there. Yeah, and we'll just fix it later. Yeah. Uh. So the modding thing, I found that. So um, there are mods out on PC version, and these mods are titled names like Rain Fix, and essentially they make the rain more transparent. Uh, and making it much easier to see what you're doing in the game. Yeah, while it's, I've seen, it's a massive improvement. You can oh, actually yeah. see. It, it's ridiculous, and they're also attempting to uh, add back the missing radio stations and music off the radio stations on modding as well. Mm. So that'll be interesting if that one works out. But um, yeah, so. Oof. Well, I'll, I'll give it another. I'll give it to the new year and see how it is. Yeah, um, still, I, I'd say at the moment, don't buy it. I I bought it because I was like, I'm going for it. I'm going to buy it, and if it's it sucks ass, it sucks ass, and I'll get on with it. But at the moment, I'd be I'm I'm saying don't buy it unless it's on sale. That's my uh, little throw in there. <clears throat> unless it comes on sale. Don't buy it just yet. It's not really worth it. Um, because it will sour your opinion of the games and that. For me, I was like, oh, okay, it's it's probably going to suck a bit. But on the overall, I'm getting to play games I haven't played for years. And uh, getting them to work on PC is a fucking nightmare anyway. Well, speaking of nightmare, by the way. Uh, EA relaunched Battlefield 2042. And apparently... The optimization sucks ass still. Yeah, the, the what brought this brought this to light when they released when they released the uh, the official trailer. Um, the gameplay trailer they launched um, had frame rate issues with certain with certain things. Uh, people picked on that immediately. Like, there's a I think the, I think the bit where he's driving a, a jeep through this. Down this road, the explosion all over the shit, and you see a slight frame, couple of frame tears, and a stutter. <laughs> so people are like, oh, hold on, if the trailer, official trailer for the game is unoptimized and frame rate ripping, what's the game like? Mm. This just reminds me a hell of a lot of uh, old Battlefield um, 4. Do you remember what state that came out in? And they have lawsuits. And it's one of the best Battlefield games to play nowadays. Because of how stable and how well they fixed it. And I I didn't buy it this time around. I was going to buy it. And I was like, uh, Halo's coming out. GTA's coming out. Uh, nah, I'll skip. Call of Duty's World War II, skip. <laughs> and... And I just went, fuck it, we'll, we'll skip it completely and we'll get on the uh, 
we'll get when it's like after New Year when it's on a sale or something, and when they've done a few fixes to it. Because I knew it wasn't going to be great. Twenty 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 one is the year of releasing games with issues and then fixing them later. Like I said. Mm. Um, I'm I'm just like, eh, I I am legitimately eh, about it. It's like I played the the demo thing and it was cool, and I probably would get into it more. And I don't know if there's a campaign or not. I think there should be a campaign. There better be a campaign. If it's just all multiplayer, I'll be pissed off. It, it needs to have a campaign. Oh, quick look. Um... But they also need to do the game that everyone for the last 10 years has been asking for. And it's Bad Company in 3. In that bad, company was a, bad Company was a good shooting. First, ba- first Bad Company was great. Second Bad Company didn't have anything to do with the first Bad Company apart from the characters. It was fucking amazing. And this, the fact that they're not giving us 3 is just like, you fuckers, just give us Battlefield Bad Company 3. Let us have it. People want it. Okay, uh, this is from Games Radar. Is there a Battlefield 2042 campaign? Battlefield 2042 isn't a game for fans of single-player story modes. You might be wondering if there's a 2042 campaign mode or single-player story experience. Unfortunately, it is very much a multiplayer game and one that is best enjoyed with your friends. So, no. Oh. The game still has its own unique setting, however, in the two decades between now and 2042, the world has suffered environmental devastation and government of calamity. Yeah, bollocks. No, I just told you about the story. Does not have a campaign mode of any kind, and the game is strictly multiplayer only. Unless you really want to play solo copiously with just a squad of friends, your only option is to play in custom matches with bots. Yeah. But Battlefield games are always best enjoyed online and with friends. There are three different broad modes in 2042, each with unique game modes. Conquest and all-out warfare, classic about three modes, uh, in Portal or Try Hazard Zone. So no, there's no single-player campaign. Well, the yep. thing, thing I like That's... the most yep. about that is the Battlefield Portal, because technically mm. you can play any map from any Battlefield game. See, that's all right, but it's not single-player campaign though, is it? No, and I feel like. This is EA not listening to people again when they're like, hey, oh, yeah. we want single player single experience. Player, single player games are dead, aren't they? Yeah. You remember oh, fucking Star Wars? Fallen mm-hmm. Order, or whatever it's called. The, is it New Order, was it? Old Order, Republic, or some shit. I don't yeah. Know. But yeah, that, that did really fucking well. Oh dear, what was that? That was a single player game? Where's the multiplayer in that? Oh, there was a multiplayer in that. What? But it did really fucking well, yeah. Who would have thought it? Yeah, the Star Wars Soul game did well. Excuse me. I, and this is what annoys me. It's like EA are very back and forth and shit like that. The reason why we're not getting GTA 6 and we're not getting Titanfall 3 is because the multiplayer online shooters and uh, online modes of games previous are doing too well. So they're going to double down on content and shit. And MTX, because you can MTX <laughs> a single player game, can't you? You can't yep. MTX a single player game. Nope. Well you, can, well, you can. You can if you're shit bad. They, they did that with Death Space 3 and they fucking ruined it. Oh, and Lord of the Rings. And that, yes. Fucking Shadow of Mordor 2. Oh, yeah, we're going to intentionally make the grind five times worse. 
But you can buy this booster, which negates that. I mean, look at look at all the backlash that the um, Assassin's Creed got with Ubisoft with a uh, I forget which one it was. Was it um, Valhalla? I don't know. I stopped playing after Black Flag. I, f- I can't be. I can't be right. It was the one before um, the Egyptian one. Basically, you Odyssey? you could buy X, you could buy XP boosters to reduce the grind to unlock yeah. shit. That pissed off a lot of people. Well, that's the thing that I like about the the Halo community and Microsoft in general. We've just gone, Haha, this does not work for us, and they're like, okay, shit, we'll we'll work on it. Whereas Ubisoft and I are like, well, you can buy this booster. That doesn't work for us. Well, you can not buy the booster. That still doesn't work for us. Well, you can play Assassin's Creed or play a different game. And they're they're very like, fuck you. We've got your money. We don't give a shit. Play it our way or nothing. Hmm. But yeah, twenty forty two is a game that I'll play next year. I'm not going to pick it up before Christmas, I don't think, because I need to get an expansion card for my uh, Xbox X anyway. Do you think twenty forty two is a hint at the um, release date for Star Citizen? (laughs) Yeah, Star Citizen, Half Life Three, and fucking Bad Company Three all come out on the same day in twenty forty two. Do you know if that fucking happens, dude? Seriously, buy a lottery ticket. I can see in the future. <laughs> I mean, if that actually, if we do get, if we get a Half Life Three, Star Citizen, and all that before twenty forty two, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, well, apparently Half Life Alex is meant to be the pseudo sequel to it, even though it's yeah. a prequel, but not a prequel at the same time. I'm going to spoil it because fuck it, who is going to buy a headset to play that? So. It is a prequel, but at the end of the game, you release G-Man from this prison thinking he's Gordon Freeman. Because they're holding the G-Man, and Alex thinks that means Gordon. Hmm. And it's not, it's the G-Man, the, the omnipotent fucking briefcase-wielding dickhead. And he oh, gives you... Is that the guy on the Half-Life 2 when he's like, rise and shine? Yeah, yeah that's G-Man. Hmm. Uh, it's been a while so I had to just quickly clarify. So... At the end of Half-Life 2 Episode 2, her dad gets killed. And you basically fade to black with her crying her eyes out and you're kind of like slumped in a corner, picking yourself up. Um, And it goes back to that moment in Half-Life Alex. It's like saying, hey, I'm giving you the power to change this. This is going to happen to your dad. Uh, But if you do it, you have to work for me. And she saves him. Which alters the history and the end of the game of Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing you do is you wake up and it's um, Eli Vance standing over Gordon, who you're playing as now. And it's like, get up, Gordon. Where's Alex gone? We've got to find her. And then it fades to black. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but there's never going to be a proper... Half-Life 3, unfortunately. Because the ambition for it was too big. The guy who wrote Half-Life 3 and what he wanted to do with the story and what technology constraints there were couldn't make it work. Because they were going to fall through realities. Sorry? Think it could work now with the tech? Uh, Maybe. But there's something like VR now and it's like, no one wants to do VR. Unless you make VR like 50 quid a headset and can run on a fucking... Pentium 3. Yeah, but VR is kind of like, um, what's it? Uh, 
3D TV screens. Yeah, it's a it's fad a, that eventually fades out. I mean, they did 3D it's TVs. Kind of it's it, kind of gimmicky, but it's once you've done it once, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, they did 3D TVs in the early 2000s, and it didn't really work out. And then they brought them back in the like late 2010s onwards. They didn't really work out because they were stupid expensive. Yeah, and then VR headsets, they were around in the early 90s. But they just never took off. Very, just very, very low res. Yeah, and they didn't take off, so they they canned them, and now they're bringing them back and they're making them work. But the barrier to entry is like my PC can do VR, but it won't do it very well. And my PC's eight hundred quid's worth of fucking PC. The six hundred pounds for the fucking actual tower and all the bits in it, and then the graphics card. It's not cheap. And then I'd have to spend another £400 on a fucking headset. Which may or may actually not work properly with your with your rig. Yeah. So, excuse me. the barrier to entry is ridiculous. And that's why I don't think, unless they can make it cheaper and more affordable and work better, or even if it has its own processing unit in the headset that supplements your rig so your rig runs so much of it and it runs the rest so like plug and play in a sense yeah then that would work better probably but they'll not do that because it'll cost more money mm. so they just recently released uh resident evil 4 vr mm. <clears throat> and the amount of backlash about that because it's only available on one specific headset is that like the um not the vita is it the vr vita or the uh no, oculus quest 2 or something like that or the oculus rift 2 or something um so if you had a, a steam vr or an oculus quest 1 it won't work on there even though it's a VR headset that should play it anyway because your computer is what plays it. You just look, do the hardware and the controls through the, the VR. But they, they put in code to stop it from working on other VR headsets. It's, it's literally like having an Xbox game and then saying, oh, you can only use official Xbox controls with this Xbox game. If you use third-party ones, it won't work. It seems very fucking anti-consumer. Yeah, well, it's released by fucking Meta or Facebook or whatever the fuck they're called this week. They're the ones who do the Oculus stuff. And the fact that you have to sign in, if you buy the cheap version, because there's a £300 and a £600 version of this uh, headset, if you buy the £300 version, you have to sign in uh, and verify yourself with Facebook Gaming to use it. Uh, if you have the £600 one, you don't. So they're charging you £300 to skip their bullshit. It's it's fucking crack-inducing, like, levels of addiction there. and On, like, them money-grabbing. But hey, I can bitch about this all day. I'm not gonna. We're just gonna get it wrapped up. So, uh, do you wanna wrap it up? Yeah, why not? Cool. Okay, um, you can reach me on Twitter at Dolphin Rapture. I will answer most questions as long as not political, racial, or religious. Uh, Star is the same thing. You can also reach me on Twitter at Stardust2118. 
We did unfortunately lose Bob towards the end, but you can reach her on Twitter as well. Try that again. You can reach her on Twitter as well at Rachie underscore Coop. Again, with her and Star, nothing political, nothing racial, nothing religious. Don't be a dick. You can find our host, Loz, at LozG1985, wherever the fuck you may find it. Uh, still waiting on that message from Paul, how about you, fella? Yep, yep. Also, if you are listening to us from the Anchor app, you can send us a lovely voice message which we can play on our next podcast, live but not live. And you'll be able to have your voice in the podcast. Also, if you're looking to get into your own podcast, you can also use Anchor app to do that. Use your own record, recording platform and click a few buttons and it'll send it out and populate on all the other podcast platforms out there. So Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. Did I miss anything? No, I think that was very, very comprehensive. Also, if you are a US citizen, you can do adverts and subsidize your podcast. Uh, they've Hi. also just added a subscription model. So while we at the moment are not going to do that, because I think it would be a little bit fucky to have six people and then go, hey, you got to pay us to listen to this. Uh, We're going to say fuck all the are to our listeners. We... We enjoy that you actually take the time out of your days to listen to us ramble about a load of bullshit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we we might set up like a, a tip jar or some kind of thing for you to donate to us if you want us to receive any monetary uh, earnings, which we could then put into, I don't know, working on, say, getting a cheap laptop for Dolph so he could have uh, a proper setup so he doesn't or have you, to use his or, phone. Or even buy me a coffee. Or even a coffee, yeah. Or, or um, like, I don't know, just get everyone together to do a... Uh, like a bus bus journey tickets fuel and get everyone together and we do a live one sat round a, a recording together or something like that there's there's ways around we can do things and like any donation if you decide to you don't have to we're never going to ask you for any donations uh will always be very very appreciated <clears throat> so it all started off as just you know I did it for fun. A couple, couple of peeps, a bit bored. Hey, let's do a podcast. Exactly. And it just went on from there. Was it nearly three years now? Oh, yeah, it's going to be three years nearly. I mean, I think I've been on for two. Pushing three, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think I was 19 I started. Uh, or two I actually can't remember. Well, I'm going to go to the last page of this. Uh, episode one was in 2018. So, yeah, three, we're doing 20. three years. I think I was in episode four. Side of the side of Dolph. Uh, well, for episode four was now with more Dolph. No, yeah, more Dolph. That might have been episode three then. Uh, well, I don't know because I'm looking at episode three and it says Loz and Lala filing together, but it doesn't say anything about who else is in it. I think I, I was very good at putting down who was guest and stuff there. Uh, now with more Dolph. Uh, Loz and Lala are joined this episode by Xbox buddy Dolph and Rapture. So you That's officially not... started on July the 4th, 2018. Yeah, so f- f- three years we're doing this. Holy shit. Three years. Fuck. Three years. Doesn't seem that long. Every two weeks for three years, well, I've 
press it wasn't record. Video, it wasn't every two weeks, was it? As, um, we started off every week, though, and then we found out we didn't have shit to talk about, so we then went fortnightly and had more to, we had more to talk about. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to see where we actually went into fortnightly. Uh, 18th, 4th, 20th, 12th. Uh, seems like episode 13 onwards we went fortnightly so the first 13 episodes we did 13 weeks on the trot before we eventually slipped well, into fortnightly well september 18 then to 4th october so it's episode 12 sparking the interest mm. so it, which we did talk about uh, the PSX, the Evil Two, Resident Evil Two remake, Trevor Lights, slamming fire doors, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we we call it though. If you look at it from how it started as well, we got basically a year and a half's worth of content out of this three years at least, because we've done it every fortnight without fail, uh, and then the first thirteen weeks in a row. Yeah. So. <clears throat> we we've done good. We've done we've done good, and we've never asked for money, and we won't ask for money. But if you send us money, we're not going to say no. We're just going to say that, and uh, it will lead to if enough money is donated. And like I said, we're not asking for money. It can lead to I don't know in person podcasts where we all meet up around a microphone and talk shit, or I don't know merchandise. <laughs> can you imagine a Spartans in pajamas podcast fucking? <laughs> merch I need to basically save up now and get some emotes done for my Twitch channel and uh, get the Spartans in Pajamas podcast logo redone in like a cartoony style I think what do you reckon good work something that's a bit more marketable I'm just looking for the podcast titles now mm. <laughs> but, I think right. Bob join in was it Episode forty one, wouldn't do we? Oh, I don't know now. I also think um, is that one star dropped in as well? I think because we you had it down as Miss Rapture. Uh, did I? Yeah. Uh, wait, Bob's a girl. No, I think Bob might have been before that one. Hmm. Uh, this week, Dolphin Laws. We had a lot when it was just me and you as well. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at Wait Bob's a Girl again, because I imagine that I've. Uh, yeah, Loz and Guess, Miss Rapture and Bob. Uh. Hmm. But that was the thing, they've gone from Guess to Stalwart, like mains, basically. And Jazzy's yeah. a main, but she can't get on as often. Lala's definitely a main. She's a co-host, but she doesn't get on as often. Um, I get her on again. Yeah. And then, like, K-Dog's a, a, an informal guest, but he's one of the crew, so he's always going to be about. Sparks is yeah. just a lurky boy, and Sparky's one of the crew. We're just having... Save a tea, though, so we only had him once or twice, I think. Yeah, I keep bugging him for it. Um... I just never can get him when he's not busy. He's always busy, so. Ah, well, one day we'll get him back. We seem to get him at least, like, 
twice a year, maybe. Well, we've got him twice in the first year or so, and then we've not had him back since, but we've been trying. But we'll, we'll keep at him. We'll keep chipping away, and eventually we'll get him. But right, I'm calling it, because we're nearly three hours. Yeah, and I've got Mother Nature on hold, so we need to hurry up. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Sponsored Pajamas episode 93. Yes. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you all next time. Goodbye, everyone.